Welcome, everyone, to episode 41 of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Doug Owen and our regularly returning guest, Max. We're going to be talking about two new releases, The Killer and Thanksgiving. Uh, it's up to you guys which one you want to do first, but I imagine The Killer conversation will be shorter, right? Yeah, let's bang so out the we, killer. Do we want to start with The Killer? Or what uh, do you guys Yeah, do I want to bang out The Killer. Yeah, let's bang it out. Okay, cool. Let's do let's that. Where do we want to start? Let's bang The Killer, guys. <laughs> Where do we want to start? Oh, we're doing. We're just talking about it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah well, I mean, oh, wait, you <laughs> that's that's the podcast. We talk about other movies. I thought you were like, oh, here's some movie news. Oh no, we can. We we're. <laughs> do we want to talk this about is, this? Is like the yeah, least professional like podcast a... ever. Whoa. No. It's not the least <laughs> no so what happened was what happened was during the strike, we got rid of our little weekly review uh, segment. Um, we have not brought it back yet um i guess we guess could bring it over i guess we could bring it back live on the, the podcast strike. if you want it strikes over strikes over let's talk right, about do you want to do you want to tell us so do you want to tell us what you watched this week then max you want to start no Since i don't want to start i'm shy okay um doug do you want to start i watched um snipers okay actually so i watched um this was like a new movie that came out of china uh that i saw at theaters that nobody's seen it still has less than 100 blogs on letterboxd it's okay. called last suspect but i think the uh, so the american name is last suspect but on letterboxd through the the movie database they have the wrong title uh on letterboxd it's called who's the suspect uh it's directed by it's like a it's like a murder mystery kind of thing directed by uh, mo Zhang. um and mo Zhang co-directed uh snipers which was a 2022 kind of chinese war movie uh, that was co-directed by Zhang Yimou. And I watched both of those movies. And we're totally fine. Uh, <laughs> cool. And cool. I watched uh, Farewell My Concubine. I saw that the new 4K restoration was playing in theaters. And I went to go see that. It was the first time I had ever seen that movie. It's a very uh, special, epic uh, movie. that Who directed that? Um, ooh, don't make me. Uh, Chen Cage? Uh, I think okay. is how you say his name. Um, it's he. Uh, he's like a lesser uh, Chinese director than somebody like like Shang Yimou. Like he, um, like the like the most popular thing he's the most well known thing he's made is Feral My Concubine by like a good amount. Um, yeah. So yeah. imagine he listens this, to this and hears you call him lesser. Then Shang Yimou, <laughs> I think he would probably be like, "Yeah, that's fair." <laughs> that's true. <laughs> is that all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and you want to go? Um, I went to a little Phil Solomon retrospective um, to kind of, you know, commemorate his uh, career because he died in 2019 and, you know, uh, they didn't get a chance to do it because of COVID because getting the prints uh, are, <laughs> is kind of uh, really difficult because they're, you know, not easy to come by. They're 16 millimeter prints. So that was really cool to see some of those in 16 millimeter. We also, there was some digital films, some of his, uh, you know, GTA and Skyrim films that were, were pretty cool to see, you know, in a theater. I um, I also watched um, Mirror, Andre Tarkovsky, that's a big one. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I also, you know, saw some new releases. I saw Priscilla and I saw May December yesterday, which I think May December is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, new Todd Hayes film. Um, I was gonna yeah. try to go. I was gonna try to go see it tonight. And yeah. My friend who I asked is seeing the Hunger Games instead, so I <laughs> don't know if I'll be watching. 
it's you can it's, go see movies by yourself i can go see it by myself <laughs> but my problem is that like i'm very anxious and the only theater that's playing it is a theater i've never been to and i don't like the yeah. idea of going to this new place by myself so i'd like to okay. find somebody to come you, you guys ever seen landmark cinemas as a theater yeah I yeah, think so. I, yeah, yeah yeah there have like apparently it's a it's a chain theater yeah but it's like just like kind of tucked in this like the middle of nowhere and you walk in and there's there's a girl working at the concessions and there's a guy working at the the ticket stuff and there's no one else in the theater <laughs> and, and you just like walk that's literally two. how the that's how the like, amc by my college really? campus was i would uh, by my Which college campus the down? amc i went to was literally empty like it was the yeah. person it was the person working the counter and then they didn't even have somebody for the tickets. Oh, he had a, they just, had a run over <laughs> No, you could just walk in and like oh, if, this, okay. if they didn't it, like sometimes there would be somebody who kind of just like showed up and was like, mm -hmm. oh, do you have a ticket? But otherwise you could just walk in That's, and go yeah. see a movie. No, it was, I mean, there was a couple people actually in my screening, but there were probably the only people in the whole theater were in that screening at that time. Uh, really great movie though. I highly recommend it. It's going to be on Netflix. I think December first. First, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like very, very limited. Uh, yeah, right now, really great movie though. Max, Max. do you want to tell us what you watch? Um, they, I've been watching like they have like this pre haze code thing on Criterion Channel where it's like before oh, there yeah, was yeah. like restrictions or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I watched a couple of those movies. I saw Doctor X, which I don't even know if that is pre haze code, but it's like body horror from the 1930s. So that was pretty cool. Um, and it's the director of Casablanca. Yeah, which I did not he's, know when I was watching the movie. He's fantastic. Yeah, I might rewatch it because I feel like I was like I've been trying to watch a movie every day when I wake up. Yeah, and then half the time I'm kind of like I wish I was actually sleeping. Um, and so I I might rewatch Doctor X because it seems like something I'd love. Have you seen middle he, of the movies? He did sleeping. the mystery of the wax museum as well. I'm gonna watch that one. That was my yeah. He also. did that one too. That one's really great. It's really good. Okay, okay. Yeah. I liked Doctor X a lot. It was like three and a half stars for me. Not like mm -hmm. I didn't dislike it, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. Quite it's just like a good movie. Like uh, I also watched Experiment Perilous, which is another one that falls into that like Tree Haze Code like thrillers. Um, that was really good, and then the ending was like fucking gay. But and then but other than that, like I liked it a lot. And then I watched uh, Ivan the Terrible and a couple other movies, a couple other movies. And I saw, um, we can talk about any movie now, right? It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you watch. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw Anatomy of a Fall. It was like a really long episode of Law and Order. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we, um, we were going to do an episode of Anatomy of the Fall, yeah. but we didn't. Um, honestly i it's kind of glad like, we did it i'm gonna be honest yeah it's kind of like <laughs> owen would definitely not like it holy shit oh, you would hate it brother <laughs> i don't know I, if I owen don't, would hate it i don't think he would like it i think like, owen would think it was really fucking boring yeah I well mean, you'd be I, right i don't know what to say it was boring so i don't know what yeah. to tell anyone I've but people about are telling it. me this is the best movie of the year and they're, they're like crazy. Hey, what, they're, hey, what no, part no, of the no. movie did you feel that way <laughs> that. Anatomy of a Fall might not even be like the fifth, like the fourth best movie that played at Cannes, let alone the best movie yeah, of the year. It's dropped like, out of my top 20 as I've thought about it some more. Yeah. One, because I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again for the rest of my life. No, me neither. And, I was like, okay. and, and I think it's mostly because I just feel like it doesn't really say all that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> like an it's... interesting... <laughs> like, I've thought about it and I'm like, damn, it really didn't do anything, did it? Like, it's good. It's like the whole marketing is around much. this thing where it's like 
oh like did she do it did she kill her husband that's like how they're marketing the movie and i'm like every time i see that i'm like that is not an interesting question like you know what i mean yeah that's what i was gonna say like without spoiling it once you get to the ending like it doesn't okay i am gonna spoil it okay oh okay skip Skip ahead like 20 seconds if you don't want to hear anatomy of a false spoilers that fucking dog dropped a ball by the dad and he slipped on the ball and fell out the window that's my fan theory (laughs) i'm not joking like because they start with the little dog like with the ball and it like drops the ball and it picks the ball back up and then it like runs back up the stairs and i'm like oh he slipped on this shit and then they don't say at the end like whether or not yeah it was a murder but it was interesting theory that i mean i still like it because i thought it was and like enjoyable Dude, to watch does anyone, like, sorry, courtroom um, you, stuff, you're not gonna but... watch that movie though right you don't care about this movie do you guys think that she there's like not a single part of me that thinks she did it no i don't it's, really think I, so either. i don't my thing is like i don't think that it's an interesting i don't think that the movie presents it in a way that makes me think about it in a way that matters you know what i mean i think the movie yeah, was, was like, so much information where i'm like i don't know you know like i don't fucking know like which i understand that's what an actual trial is like like that's the point of the movie is like to kind of recreate that mystery yeah. of like, i think even that the movie you get the verdict you don't know for sure yeah like um, I, th- I think the movie presents the this idea of like like truth and like like reality as told by people yeah. as something that's malleable and not like objective and stuff like that's like those are interesting ideas i don't think the movie does a great job at painting them in the most interesting way and she never tells but... him what animal his face looks like and i was like pissed off because there's like that perfect moment after the trial she's like i don't trust anyone who's who i can't associate with an animal and yeah, then I thought she was yeah. gonna look him right in the face and be like a snail, because that's what he reminded me of. Um, her lawyer <laughs> is really hot though. No, that's what I'm talking about. He looks like a snail. Oh, oh. <laughs> that would be the animal I pick for his eyes. Yeah. Or a pregnant. Anyway, that's an anime of the fall. That, yeah. Uh, is that all you watched? Winner, Max? Being am I, am I good to go? No, I also watched Divinity. Oh, I watched I Divinity know. too. That was a it's while like ago. A, but... It's like a techno-conservative movie, and my friend almost stopped being friends with me because I said that it was anti-stem cell research. And yeah, it's anti-stem cell research. Pro, like it was like a like anti-abortion movie. It was weird, weird. Movie. It was literally like a trad wife movie. I was like, yeah. do you guys not see what's happening here? And there's like a thank you note to Elon Musk at the end of the movie, which might have been ironic. <laughs> Really weird movie, uh, like produced by Steven Soderbergh. So I was kind of surprised. Like but on the poster, like, it says Steven Soderbergh <laughs> presents Divinity. <laughs> I know, yeah. and I was like, this is really kinky for people who think it's a sin to have sex before marriage. But I thought it was okay. It's very cool looking, like super yeah. interesting style. Cool mixed media stuff towards the end. Uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Really, really weird messaging in the movie. Um, and then I saw Radical, which is really good. I would yeah. say. Not the type of movie I usually like. Um, It is one of those inspirational, true story, kids getting over obstacles movies. And uh, great performances by, like, the kid actors. I think the the chemistry between the teacher and the kids is, like, instantly great. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Like, I would watch that. It's like, I was, like, excited to watch it with my parents kind of movie. Right. Um, and then I saw Exit to Summer s- Smile of Goodbyes. I can't. <laughs> it's like Tunnel to Summer Exit of Goodbyes. That's what it's called. The anime movie. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Um. Okay. Uh, it's good. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Um, definitely worth watching. People hate it on Letterbox, but I don't know. 
Maybe it's because it's no not no not November, so everybody's mad at everything. Is that a thing? Uh, well, I mean, people... grown ups don't grown ups don't. <laughs> yeah, grown up, I don't like. Yeah, but there's no grown ups on Letterbox, so that makes sense. There are people That's on Letterbox true. who one of the like the top review is like, "Can we watch your name when we get home?" And then it says your name at home, and then it's like <laughs> this movie. It's like you just re- you just referred to two movies that are animated in Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like the top like, review the top, on Thanksgiving like, is some guy being like, "This is how it felt." No, like actually, in the theater. No, I went. I went. Drops to number four now. He's. They Owen's dropped me, even though I'm list. still. I'm the like most liked one, but it dropped yeah. me because of fucking clicks. Oh, that's crazy. The algorithm yeah, is kind of Scorsese. Yeah, he revealed. <laughs> like <laughs> Thanksgiving. Anyway, today we have two. I, I'm going to say. Oh damn! I don't even get to talk about my movie. Yeah, Kevin hasn't. Yeah, about no, oh damn, bro, Kevin, why haven't you talked about your movies? I yet? respect Fuck. you for. I respect you for trying to keep the podcast going, darling. To take a little initiative, but at the same time, that was really rude, and you should apologize. <laughs> oh my god! No, so... Kevin, let's go. let's go. No, it's okay. Um, I watched Scrapper, which came out earlier this year, and it's what kind of like. Scrapper? It's uh, um, what the fuck is that? Kind of, yeah, nobody really saw it. Harris Dickinson is in it. Um, it's kind of being who the fuck is uh, that? <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. Anyway, it's uh, who is Harris Dickinson? People... You can tell us. No, I mean, I think he's like, a like, I don't think you guys would, novelist. I don't think you guys Charles would really Dickinson's know, yeah. I don't know you guys would really know him. He's like, but he's kind of like a big, oh, actually, you would know him because he was in Triangle of Sadness. Um, is he the guy who's was... He's like the model dude, like the main model. Oh, guy. Okay, okay. oh okay, yeah, so yeah. I don't know exactly who it is. But yeah, he's I don't like, think you guys would know like him. A... He was in a very popular movie. Last no, year. but he's having like a big year. He's in Scrapper, and then he's in The Iron Claw later this year, and he's in that new TV show, Murder at the End of the World, or whatever, which I'm gonna watch later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he's really good in Scrapper, and it's kind of like uh, people are kind of comparing it to After Sun, even though it's not really that much like After Sun. It's just about like a father daughter thing, and it's really sad, and you cry a lot. Um, but it's a lot yeah. sweeter than After Sun. It's not going to like leave you as devastated as After Sun. Um, and then I watched River of Grass, which is Kelly Reichert's debut. Okay, I love um, that movie. Yeah, it's it's probably my least favorite movie of hers, but that's like a really low, Kevin, like, or that's a really high that that mark still. Because no, no, no. But like, it's like I just think her other movies are better. But like, it's still great. Like I still gave it four stars. I still like it a lot. Um, it's just that I think all her other movies are like pretty much perfect. Um, and it just like feels like a debut. It doesn't really feel like one of her movies. Like it does, but um, I don't know. It's hard to explain if you're somebody who hasn't watched a lot of her movies. Anyway, um, I watched all the Hunger Games movies, which was like a regrettable decision. But it's behind me now. I don't have to. Oh, we're not going to do. We're not going to um, do a review, an episode on the new one. So just give your thirty second, thirty second. Yeah, review of the my new little. Games. Yeah, it's um, it's the best Hunger Games movie yet. I think because it is like the darkest one they've done so far. There's like some pretty disturbing stuff in there for a YA adaptation. Um, and there was like a little girl in my theater who I think started crying and was like asking her mom to leave. Um, but um, to me for me, yeah, it's like the performances are, are great. It's really fucking long. It feels longer than Killers of the Flower Moon. It feels longer than any other like three hour movie that came out this year. It's split into like three parts and each of them feel over an hour long. Um, but it's like good. If you like The Hunger Games, I think it's inevitable that you'll like this one because I think it's the best one they've made um anyway I, oh and i watched clueless What's the that's disturbing the thing one. that happens um there's a couple but there's like a scene where like a bunch of people like get 
hung in front of the town like the whole town Ooh. watches while they do a hanging and stuff and i'm like this is for like tina like it's like it's pretty dark um there's yeah. a couple of moments that are pretty messed up like that and especially because the the movie is like uh it's a backstory to the 10th hunger games or whatever and it's about the president snow guy who is like you know a fascist dictator in the earlier hunger games movies no jason schwartzman is like the funny commentator guy he's like I, he's not in the movie How that is much. He's still the he, same age, but the old man is younger. Who? Jason Schwartzman. He's not the Jason Schwartzman wasn't in the original Hunger Games movies. You're thinking okay, of good. Stanley okay. Tucci. He plays the Stanley okay. Tucci character. Um, Wait. Oh, okay. He's like Schwartzman the, grows up to be Stanley Tucci. No, they're two different people, but they have the same <laughs> name, so I think they're related. I think it's like a family lineage thing. Um, because they have so the same Stanley name. I'm pretty so Jason sure. Schwartzman is Danny Tucci's dad, like dad, or something grandpa, like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, he's like oh, supposed to be the comedic relief, but the it's movie's like the just like so dark. Um, it's like the Coppola. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman, the Coppola, as well. This is oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, um, crazy, yeah, that's what I watched. Crazy what world we live in. We can we can talk the killer. Let's yeah, let's everybody's jump in. Coppola. We're... Yeah, well, we have two like major works to talk about today. I would say I think the killer and yeah. Thanksgiving are both pretty important movies. Are going to be looked at. As pretty did we all? Movies, I mean, so. Max, like you just finished watching that. Did did we all like the killer? Yeah, I liked <laughs> the it. silence. <laughs> like I liked it. You know, I thought it was like I I have no desire to rewatch like almost any David Fincher movie, which is probably going to be like a really controversial opinion. But like I, I, I like his movies. I think he makes good movies. I just don't uh, like watching them. Okay. That's fair. Interesting. Yeah. That's I think how the, I, feel. I think that the killer is very good. Uh, I've been thinking about I think it it's more very and more. Watchable as well. Yeah, I've been. I listened. I've been listening to a lot of people talk about it and thinking about it a lot. And I think my initial viewing uh my my thoughts about it have gotten better and better as time has passed and i'm like starting to really like it yeah no it's very so the killer is david fincher's david fincher's new movie that is available on netflix.com um <laughs> and it is about um f1 driver michael fassbender playing a uh okay. hitman like an assassin um and yeah that's pretty much it it's very like uh it's based off of a graphic novel that i've heard literally not a single good thing about i've heard that everybody that has read the comic book it's based off of says it's really bad um interesting and uh yeah it's, it's basically about this guy um who may or may not be good at his job uh is not i don't think he is good i think that's a big thing that i wrote in my no he definitely is, is you guys are crazy. no no but like okay no here's okay maybe he's like good he for that lady so fast no no he's good for movie. he's good for hitman standards or whatever right but i think one of the things that stood out to me like the more i think about it is that i'm hearing a lot of people like refer to this movie as like a, a like simple kind of like cut and dry hitman movie you know what i mean where they're like if you just want like hitman entertainment i'm like this isn't like john wick dude like i feel like the regular like netflix user is not really gonna have like that much fun with it you know does that make sense because i'm like i think 
like he makes a bunch of mistakes. He obviously the movie starts with a mistake. Then there's like the dog thing where he gives the dog the wrong amount of whatever to like knock him out. Then he like tries to interrogate that guy, but he, the the lawyer guy, but he kills him in like 10 seconds. So he like doesn't get to interrogate him. like like he makes mistakes throughout the movie. And I'm like, if this was just like a movie purely for like people to watch and enjoy, uh, I don't think they would want to watch like him as a hit. I don't think that would be that enjoyable for people. I think it's I, not really a simple movie at all. Like I, I think I do love that part where he's like where he shoots the nails into that guy's chest and then he starts describing how long it's gonna take for him to die, and then it cuts to the guy who's <laughs> just like <laughs> like blood comes out of his That's mouth. what I'm saying. I'm like he's he like, makes oh. he makes several so, mistakes I and I think so I think people will only like call it like a simple like plain hitman movie if they just don't give it any thought at all um because it's just not like entertaining the way you would expect a movie called the killer to be like it's like i even listened to a friend of the pod cam walsh talk on the on the real talk podcast he was like he's like i got 40 minutes into the movie and nobody even died (laughs) except for like the opening killer or whatever and i'm like yeah, it's not really like prostitutes are I don't... human or what? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. That's fucking crazy. No, I think I think he meant I think he meant except for that kill. But I'm just saying I, I don't even know if 40 minutes. He doesn't think taxi measure. drivers are human. I'm I'm assuming that happens at like the 40 minute mark, but um but you still right. it's like whatever you know what I mean? It's like not really for the average Netflix consumer. I don't think people are like turning it on. For and people like Cam Walsh, the average network consumer. Yeah, did you see yeah. that picture of Cam Walsh on Twitter where he's playing Fortnite? He has four <laughs> basketball games pulled up, and he's watching Invincible. He's not a normal guy. His his attention span, is, I don't think, is Candy's like, editing the podcast. Keened in for the killer, like it's, um, no. But I'm well. I think he enjoyed it. But my point was yeah. that right. I bet he gave my point that was really, that. I don't know. You know, like you mean it's being it's being represented wrong, and it's like setting it up for failure. No, no, no. I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I feel like a lot of people watch the movie and are describing it as like a regular, like like you could watch this as like a regular entertaining hitman movie, and I find that kind of hard to believe because I think like for those standards, they're gonna think it's kind of slow and boring. (laughs) Like, I think I think what the movie is actually saying is much more interesting. And what I do you think like... the movie's saying that you guys keep referring to? Like, what do you think it's saying? I think there's a lot of stuff about it that I think is interesting. I think there's a lot of different readings you could have. I think the most yeah, interesting question you could ask about the movie is like, why doesn't he kill the rich guy at the end? You know? Yeah, that's. I, I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring that up. I wanted to put a spoiler warning ahead of that since the movie just came out a week yeah, ago. But Doug just like, announced it to crazy. everybody, Doug so it's like, a little hey, bit. Way, it's a little bit late now. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you if you didn't want the ending spoiled, I guess sorry. Um, but yeah, I I was gonna bring up the ending being kind of controversial. I had a really, really like passionately angry TikTok comment about the ending. By the way, what did they say? I want to. I'd have to pull it up. But yeah, no. Um, but I've been I as well. Like when I I just made like a simple video recently, like talking about it, and like. A good amount of people are like, yeah, I'm excited for it, I've, or I've seen it and I liked it. But there's been like some passionate people that have been like, this movie is fucking garbage. Yeah. Like, okay. Literally. So I have the, I have the TikTok comment I'm referring to. Someone commented on. I didn't even reply because I was like, I don't even have the time to go into this. But someone yeah. commented and goes, so he killed three white women and three different POC men and leaves the rich white man alive. What a racist, misogynist, incel, wet dream. 
No, People because that's like, stop, that's like, part of the movie, though. That's like part of the Yeah, that's like, that's, I, I mean, that's literally what I was going to say. I was like, there's a reason why he leaves this guy alive. And if that's all you got out of it, then I don't even feel like explaining that. The reason that why it's like extremely practical, though, in my eyes, though, that man, if he had killed that man, they would have kept coming after him. That man essentially yeah, exactly. the That's the point of the movie. That's yeah, yeah. So, like, why would people be like, why didn't he kill that man? He kills everyone else. Did you watch the fucking movie? Yeah, like, like the whole point is he's covering his tracks. Yeah, like he's covering his tracks. He doesn't want anybody. That man has like the anymore. actual authority to say, stop, don't pursue him. Yeah. So, like, why would he kill that man? If he kills him, then he's going to end up dying. He'll well, but even to like, be pursued. Think about, but think about this it's like the, he's the client is the only guy that like he didn't know what was happening. Like everybody else saw the killer, the Michael Fassbender character, you, and they you think immediately. You're telling the truth? Yes. No. Absolutely. I no. I, I think, think so. that no. I think in the movie, the client. I think it's possible that in the universe of this movie, the client didn't even know that he the bought an assassination. I didn't even know that he like bought to like kill this one guy. You know what I mean? I think that he's so far removed from the things that he was doing that he didn't understand like how extreme things were. You know what I mean? I think that I he was like, "Hey, can you that, like." But... No, but I'm just like that's fair. But I'm like the way that in I'm terms of like an assassination, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm saying like like he probably was talking to people about like, hey, like man, I have like this like political thing going on that's like he's really fucking me. I need to like I need to figure out a way to like take care of this guy. Like I like you know like like do something right and like. He, like that lawyer guy you know he might have just been like yeah i mean we could like really like we can guarantee something you know what i'm saying um but like yeah. been, like really vague and then like the client might not have known that he was like oh you're gonna actually just fucking like put a bullet in his head or try to you know um like he like he, no i'm oh, saying it's on. like you could say like you know, but i'm saying it's like but the whole thing is like the client is so like he's like you know three like he's like three levels removed from everything that happened that was like ruining right. people's lives and like people were dying and like he's just so removed from it that he could see like the fucking hitman show up and he's like yeah. i i mean i don't know you you know it's like michael yeah. fassburner is even like 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 i come in like to your house with a fucking gun undetected and you would have no idea while i'm here and he's like i don't know dude it's like that's the whole it's like <laughs> It's yeah, so it's funny. but it's like the whole thing. It's like this. Um, this, like uh, it's like a. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It's like fascinating. So I mean, that he knew one hundred percent. I don't. I he think that he, knew. he does not say I just that. Watched it. He says they, and then they told me that something went wrong and that he hadn't been. Well, you know, and he's like, he knew he was hiring an assassination. I, I think, think it's, it's possible that, that like, he didn't know. I'm not saying can... that. Like, I'm not saying that I don't think that he knew. I'm just saying that. Like, I think the movie like kind of like suggests that it's possible that he didn't know exactly what was happening. That he I'm was not, like... paying for an assassination. Yeah, I'm saying that like it's a possibility in the text of the film. I, mean, I watched the scene like, like less than an hour ago, but we don't have to argue about that. But I think that like the him ordering stuff from Amazon is supposed to like parallel that. Whereas, like, you can pay for, like, massive atrocities to occur, and you're so far removed from those atrocities that you just, yeah. like, it's like, it's like buying something online, you know? I think, yeah, I think like yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. Right. I think there's, I, like, I, a I lot of interesting stuff about... actively paying for the hit, but that's fine. No, I think, I think the Amazon thing was interesting. I think there's, like, a lot of interesting stuff about consumer culture and kind of, like, ease of access kind yeah. of like he's just like a hitman and can like order you stuff on amazon and pick it up at an amazon locker, locker. <laughs> yeah like i mean same thing with the mcdonald's thing i guess obviously but there's like there's a lot of um even like the <laughs> there's even like the thing about how he uses um like 
being like the DoorDash or like Uber Eats or whatever as like yeah, a way to get into the yeah. building. Yeah, Postmates yeah. to like get into the building. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what to take I, from some of that stuff, but I think that well, it's just like we live in a we live in like this such like like everything is so like passive like all consumerism is so passive now where it's like oh we do things and we don't like really consider it and it's like when you start like really considering it and really paying attention it's like like uh you know it's like bad things can easily happen and w that we just like aren't gonna key in on you know or like yeah. a wealthy and I person think also, just like wouldn't key in on like yeah i think also like maybe people's reliance on all of these things it makes it easy for him to get away with doing his job you know what i mean yeah. like the fact that people order all their food and like go pick up all their stuff from amazon lockers and can kind of just like avoid everybody because of all of like this easily accessible stuff like it makes it very easy for him to just kill people for a living like and not really yeah. have to hide it all that well um not that he well, doesn't but you know thing. what i mean like no, I mean, he doesn't like, <laughs> kind of, yeah, sometimes. well, but he does cover his tracks, you know, like he does like get rid of the bodies and all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, it's very easy for him to like navigate this world um, and like go from place to place and do these things uh, yeah. because nobody is paying attention as much as maybe they should be. I think um, this is like maybe the kind of like interpretation that people talk the most about online. Um, but I think it's actually kind of interesting is the the parallels to like, oh, this is um, like David Fincher making a movie all about David Fincher. Like this is right, like, a, like yeah. a self insert character. And I think that's only interesting because Adam Neyman wrote a Who piece. Who says that? Like uh, everybody. Most people. Yeah. Even me, I think, in my review. Yeah. You think he's a? You think that David Fincher's a self insert for the serial killer? No, 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 not exactly. Well, like yes, but yeah, obviously him not. In my life. That's the <laughs> not, real. Yeah, not, not that That's he's a serial. Not that he's a serial killer, but like his whole his whole brand is like perfectionism, like in his crap. Like he's like he cares. But a he's really bad about... at it. That's... Yeah, but he keeps okay, fucking it up. Yeah, he just like keeps fucking up. He well, does have like a, Adam Neiman, an obsession with like presenting like characters that like people who are bad at fucking will relate to. Yeah. Doug, can you sure. show what you were gonna say about Adam Neiman? <laughs> yeah, so Adam Neiman wrote a piece about the killer um, that I think Ooh. is really good. It's it's my favorite review for the killer I've read. Um, and in the piece, he suggests this idea that I'm fucking I really love. I think it's so funny where he suggests that the opening section of the killer, like the whole, like the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, all the way through him kill accidentally killing the woman and not the target um, mm -hmm. is basically, it's like, it's David Fincher um, talking about him himself making mink. It's like, it's like him going through the motions being like, I'm the fucking best, bro. I don't like, I'm like, like you have to be a fucking a different level to do what I'm doing all the way through. And then he misses, like he shoots, like he, he, he fucks up. He makes mank right um and then he's like oh this is new and now he's like on the run or whatever and then it's like at the end the um you could suggest that like the client at the end is like a netflix executive yeah i was gonna and, say that um it's yeah i think it's a really interesting uh idea but it's, um, it's fun to have like fan theories about a... real people <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's like 
Well, he has like a strong relationship with Netflix as well. Yeah, yeah like, he glazes them publicly. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Through Netflix, like they will give he him made a, House a of Cards. Regardless. Like he, that's what I'm he, saying. Yeah, he made House yeah, of Cards. Yeah. He made Mindhunter. Yeah, Mindhunter. Mindhunter super yeah. well. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, but he just. <laughs> No, but he's like, he even said, he said something about Netflix as far like, like his quote was that they have like the best quality control in all of Hollywood. I don't, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what he means he by that. Yeah. I don't know what he means by that either. No, but yeah, but he clearly has like a, a strong relationship with them and he's probably whatever movie he makes next is probably going to be a Netflix Fincher movie. Does David Fincher hate the theaters? The, is that um, man the theater? <laughs> I think he no. just likes working with Netflix because they give him a lot of control. Yeah, no, <laughs> and that's all looks... he wants. So that's like that's like it's very detailed, like well documented that the one thing David Fincher wants more than anything else is control, control. over his movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I think he could probably go to most studios and get that. But like net Netflix, Netflix is probably the, the most control. Yeah. yeah, he they they'll just throw him a bag, do whatever you want. We're just not going to put it in theaters. That's the that's the, yeah. that's like the you know other side of it. Is it weird want, to anyone else, things? like, the way that David Fincher has become this, like, notoriously considered one of, like, the greatest directors alive, to the extent that, like, people are excited to watch one of his movies on Netflix? I, I don't think it's weird, because I think he's very good at making movies. <laughs> yeah, well, but I think if it, you look at I think it makes complete sense. Like, when you, look at his, when you look well, at his no, filmography, no, no, if you look it at his filmography, the killer... Not sorry, Zodiac and The Social Network are two of, like, the most like acclaimed american films of the last 20 years i mean fight club like, as well like gone girl like seven like people are obsessed with yeah these are all movies, movies that i was like people really like yeah that like everybody likes yeah hey, to I me mean... he seems like a director who used to make iconic movies and now he just kind of does what he wants i know gone girl came out in 2014 yeah, gone girl came out in one movie before his last and movie, then it and showed, that movie yeah, and then it showed up is... in every single color theory video look at <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no you're right it's like i'm not i'm not even talking i'm not saying like oh gone girl is a masterpiece i haven't seen the movie but I, it's like it's kind of undeniably iconic it's like it has like it has had lasting power in the culture and that was only one movie ago like there's only one movie in between now and gone girl for him so it's like i don't know yeah, it makes sense know. like is, this isn't even like a bad thing, but he seems like the type of director who exists so that YouTube script breakdown channels can like have something to write about. I think Nolan is more that than Fincher. No, uh, but Fincher I, and I Nolan what, are like the same to me. I get what you're saying, but yeah. I think. But like people look I, at Fincher as like the anti Nolan almost. It's like weird to me. Yeah, well, because the thing yeah. is like Nolan is too, like, he's like too, he's like earnest in some ways that is like cringe and dumb and whereas fincher is like super cold well that's what that's what people say at least about fincher is like he's so cold he's yeah. like ice cool like uh no emotion like whatever like the killer um, right yeah, like, yeah, the, like killer, the killer right? <laughs> yeah it's all making sense do we um no, yeah. do we want to talk at all about the about the narration because that is like the big form of communication well, that's was, in the movie i was gonna say like this movie kind of like uh this movie has a way of communicating a, an unreliable uh, 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 point of view, like an unreliable uh, uh narration, right. um, interesting in, in film throughout, like because the whole movie is from the perspective of the killer, right? Like the whole movie is like we're yeah. hearing his internal thoughts, and it's like him being like, you know, basically being like, you know, if you want to be great, you have to do what I'm doing, and you have to like not yeah. fuck up. Well, and he's repeating the the, the forbid empathy, empathy is weakness thing, yeah, which I think is interesting 
Um, like, because I think he's kind of <laughs> he's pretty empathetic, and I think he's like I think he's struck. I, no, 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 okay, 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 no, 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 okay, no, no. Okay. sorry, like, sorry, sorry. I, I think I think he's I think he's like really struggling with um with doing what he's repeating to himself. Like I think, like he keeps repeating that empathy is weakness, but I, I think he's like, I don't know. I think of the part where he, um, where, where when he murders the woman, he like, uh, makes it so that it looks like she fell down the stairs. Um, which is like insurance. Yeah. yeah, So she gets life insurance. I I don't know. It's obviously like he's still killing all these people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, obviously he's still, I was like, Kevin, I don't think people are going to see that. Be like, <laughs> no, oh, no. she fell on the stairs and onto a bullet. <laughs> no. um, okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think that, uh, like, obviously he's killing all these people, and but he's also, he also has to kill all these people. Um, and I think, I think that internal monologue is interesting because it's, to me, pretty clear that he's, like, really struggling with that. And, like, his whole goal in covering his tracks is to not have to, do this anymore like is to not have to kill people anymore kind of because he's trying to escape like it to me it seems a lot like he is empathetic but he's a hit man so i don't um, think so i don't think that's the point in my opinion it's not like the opposite i that's an interesting idea you've presented uh i don't i don't i don't, that, I don't know okay well, well like obviously i'm you. yeah i don't know <laughs> I'm doing think, a bad I job. I'm doing a bad he, job describing I what think I'm that he, trying okay, to say. So this is what I say. I think that he views killing people the same way he views like taking the buns off of his egg McMuffin. Yeah. Right. Like where he's like, if if it's unnecessarily cruel, then I shouldn't participate in it. So that woman basically asks, like, hey, I want my family to be taken care of when I die. So he breaks her neck and pushes her down the stairs because he's like, what's the point of being cruel? There's no point in doing it. And he takes it. He's like almost so sociopathic that like he's like yeah why wouldn't i do that like yeah. why not she asked me so i should i'm like i'm providing a right. service i should be good at my job I think, yeah, but in the in the movie doing. in the movie right it's like the woman is basically like you know she basically like says like is like begging it's like hey my, my like don't make me disappear my my you know my kids need my life insurance money and then yeah. in the movie right after she says that the his internal monologue is like forbid empathy it says that like yeah. immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but um, he's talking about not killing her because she starts begging him not to kill her yeah okay she's not just begging yeah, 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 yeah. him to make her just dis- like not make her disappear she also continues to beg and so he says forbid empathy after that. But like, I, yeah. I think that it's almost more sociopathic that he's like kind of providing a good service. Like he's like good customer service. Yeah, I do. No, yeah. I do agree. No, he's well, a sociopath. The whole did a movie is about customer service. I think there's some. Um, and he's uh, the product. And that's what's interesting about the product placement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah, it also that, starts with him killing a prostitute who's also, consi- right. you know, she would be considered like you know, like almost a product, like somebody who's selling their body for a service, right? Yeah. And so the whole movie is about, but yeah, the whole movie is about like these objects of, of service for, for very wealthy people kind of, you know, mm-hmm. interacting unbeknownst to very wealthy people. I don't know. It's, it's, it, it, there's something interesting going on about that. How do you guys think about the very end of the movie when he says, um, I like, wh- or be one of the many like me. And then it like cuts. I hate like, that. 
yeah, was kind of I a fincher. Know. That was kind of a fincher moment. <laughs> it was very that was like a fincher thing. I simply do not exist. <laughs> it's like yeah. I feel like American Psycho came out, you know, like what, twenty years ago? Twenty two years ago? Yeah, two thousand one. It's like, what are we doing still making remaking American Psycho? Like, no, yeah, this is like remaking it. Kind of American Psycho. Um, 2000, so 23 years ago. I don't know. I think it was, was just a very good. American Psycho ending to me. I didn't really like the eye twitch. I thought that didn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I think, well, because it's like, I well, I think like, because the whole thing is like, um, the whole thing because i think like in the movie we have a twisted perspective of reality like the reality Mm -hmm. of the film because we're all seeing it from his perspective and how he's seeing it so it's Mm -hmm. like at the end it's like oh like we are kind of just like our only understanding is of this guy is how he sees himself and it's kind of like a contradictory in certain ways and i think one of the ways is him saying that like he's one of the many when it's like throughout the whole movie, it's kind of like he's kind of presenting himself like he's not that, you know? Oh, well, he yeah. joins society basically at the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. So he's, he's switching well, he his perspective to. intentionally. Well, but yeah. then his eye twitches and you're like, oh, there's still a monster in there. But like he might have had dust in his eye. We don't know. <laughs> oh. It have been windy. What do you think about his like girlfriend character who is like not really a character? The thought of them fucking makes my skin crawl. Okay. All right. Like, imagine That's that. Funny. You know what I mean? I was like, look at like at the end of the movie where they're like sitting next to each other. I was like, oh, he probably fucks like a lizard. But um, I will say like we don't like we don't explicitly know that. I guess like it's implied, right? But we don't explicitly know that they're dating or that they're like in a romantic relationship. Right. It's just implied. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know what what the alternative to that would be. Like, like a that she's just like that she like what that she just no, likes his know. company. Like she just wants him around. Yeah, her brother yeah. says that she loves him. Right. When yeah. he goes to the hospital, he's like, "She she loved you so much," and like she was like, "I love you," and I didn't tell them anything. Um, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, that was confusing to, to me because she said she was attacked by two people. She said a woman and a man. Was yeah. it Tilda Swinton? Yeah, well, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda just... Swinton says it uh, in her monologue part. Yeah, she says that. Okay, um, no, I thought for some reason I thought like it was after the fact, but I watched it in two sittings because I had to. Yeah, no, no, no. Also, the Tilda Swinton part—that's uh, the best part of the movie for me. I think uh, oh, yeah. when Tilda Swinton like, is like like doing her long monologue, kind of, and it's like yeah. there's only like and there's moments where the Michael Fassbender character breaks and kind of like 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 lets her win a little bit by like like talking back and being like no, well, like and saying like what does he say? It's like it's best to know as little as possible, and he says like shit like that a couple of times, and it's like yeah, you know, and she's like winning a little bit because she supposedly is better at her job than he is you know <laughs> like yeah <laughs> um and also there's another interpretation i i might be i think it was i don't know who it was but it was like um that i heard um somebody giving where it's like he resents like the michael fassbender character resents right the they said that character. on the big picture i think okay okay because she uh because she's able to do the same thing that he does but live like a normal life a normal life like, yeah they'll be able to like live amongst the normies as he says in the monologue like oh well, time, she's not like yeah that was like i was like yes <laughs> uh, yeah I one of the greatest lines ever. to see this <laughs> yeah it's a really funny movie it's like one of the funniest yeah, this movies, movies really year, funny. i think 
what? Yeah. I think so. I thought it's all the funny, I thought, like yeah. all you the like dry humor. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> bottoms is funnier. funnier than bottoms. <laughs> I think bottoms is funnier, but I like all the like, like dry humor one liners. I thought they were all funny. <laughs> I didn't get the. I, I said in my review, I didn't get the Smiths joke because I don't have any taste of music until I realized that they all sounded like... the same. And then I was like, oh, well, I was yeah, going to say, Kevin, you listened to all the yeah. music and you were like, oh, these no, are no, no. all once the same. I, one, all yeah, no, people. once I got to like, <laughs> once I played them for like the second, like yeah. the third time, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just the same thing. Uh-huh. This movie would yeah, have been all... very different if you listened to Neutral Milk Hotel. It, it would have been better. That would be fucking funny. <laughs> be so that would funny. be amazing. <laughs> I love Doesn't, you. Is, Jesus I, I don't know. Who's the main? Who are the members of the Smiths? Who's like the main guy? The really Morrissey. famous one? Morrissey. Morrissey. Yeah. Did, doesn't David ones. Fincher want to make a movie about him? That makes perfect I... sense for David Fincher. Straight yeah, people love like people like the Smiths. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just pretty sure. I'm Morrissey's pretty sure I heard evil, someone say that. Just so everyone yeah, Morrissey's evil. Yeah. Like genuinely evil. Yeah. Right. Well, He's wasn't like it gonna? I, <laughs> I I swear I might just be like making up a piece of information that doesn't actually exist, but somehow has been implanted into my mind. But I'm pretty sure he wanted to make a movie about him and cancel culture. Okay. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe think maybe that man should not call Chinese uh, people barbarians then, and then cancel yeah. culture won't target him. <laughs> yeah. No. More, yeah. I have no idea. Or maybe maybe those are two separate see? things. Maybe he just wants to make a movie about cancel culture, David. Which is a, like kind of annoying cancel trend, culture I think. movie. It's gonna yeah, be awesome. That sounds horrible. I don't know. Dave Hunter is movie. like he makes he does like he like makes great movies with the most obvious choices I've ever seen. That's what I have a problem with with David because it's like. I don't know. It's like, why the Smiths? It's like, that's like the sociopath. That's not an obvious choice, I think. I don't the think Smiths that him... is super obvious. I don't think that him having 15 Smith songs throughout the throughout the, the movie is like super obvious. <laughs> I think it is like for the music that you want to portray, like the concepts in the movie, like the Smiths is the most obvious choice. If you make that decision, like I'm going to have a band playing through the whole thing. Like the number one choice would be the Smiths, right? But the making the decision, I'm gonna have a plan playing the whole thing through the whole thing. That's not an obvious choice, though. Like, it's in the yeah. graphic novel, though. Is it? That he it's... listens to music, yeah. When he, but like, I don't, I don't actually know. No. I, do you see how I just lie for no reason? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, it's I crazy. feel like he didn't know it was based on the graphic no, novel until I brought it up. Either, like... So. It's like yeah. well, if he had listened to like New Order or like a different like Cold, but like. It's it's like, but no, that's New, the whole Order, New Order like... wouldn't have been as funny. The thing that's funny about the Smiths too is because it's Morrissey's fucking voice being so like uh, like emotional <laughs> and being like, I... yeah, no, like that's, that's like part of the joke, and, like technical. I know it's like cold technical music with like very empathetic, warm lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like it's like the the most like obvious kind of contrast of like the two concepts in the movie. That's why I think that the uh, Smiths is kind of an obvious choice, which maybe that's intentional. But it's like I don't know. It was like. I did, well, I just don't like the Smiths, though, too. So I was like, man, imagine if this movie had music I liked in it. Oh, me and Owen are big Smiths. Smiths you guys are big Smiths heads? Well, it was yeah. funny because they would play the song so and then they'd like they'd cut to like a scene where it would be really quiet and it, it would just it broke my brain a little. It would always fuck I like with the way the he puts his headphones in and then like it plays like live. Oh, yeah. Like no, the that. sound design of this movie is fucking right. amazing. Absolutely like, like, amazing. actually, like, that's like, the, on the, te- like, the technical, like, 
prowess of the sound yeah. design in this film is insane. Yeah. It's fucked up that this movie's on Netflix and most people yeah. are going to yeah. listen to it through their TV speakers. <laughs> like, yeah. No, um, it was. I think that was awesome. The sound design is so good in this movie, like maybe the best of the year and potentially yeah. by far. I no, yeah, great. yeah. No, yeah, the sound design is fucking yeah. In, yeah, it's really insane how like yeah. they didn't have to go that crazy and creative with how <laughs> no, the sound definitely not. I think I think Fincher has like a really talented team that he works with, especially like I think the cinematography sure. in this is really cool too. I yeah, and he like works with the same people for like static yeah. wide shots that look pretty, but like also a little off kilter. Like that's fun for me. I like to look at that. So the imagery yeah. I thought was great. Um what did you guys think about the narration though? Like specifically like the writing of the narration. So some people are saying it's like cringe. I've seen I've seen that comparison, that comparison. I've seen that critique on like film Twitter and stuff and Letterbox, where some people mm. are like, "Oh, the narration is like like too clever and cringe, and it's like not funny." And I'm like, I think that it works. And this goes into like the more like again, this is a very auteur reading, and like me also going into the interpretation of like this movie's about David Fincher, uh, mm -hmm. whereas like I think David Fincher is the most Gen X filmmaker. Whereas like all of his movies feel like they were made by somebody that is Gen X um, throughout his whole career. And like this movie feels like a lot of these jokes that like a Gen X man would make where it's like, oh, good luck on your wordle. And it's like shit like that. I like that line actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I there think, were some points where the, well, actually Kevin, go ahead. No, I wasn't going to say, I, I was just. How do you feel about the writing of the narration? You write movies. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. I thought, I think the choice to present the movie that way is pretty interesting mm -hmm. through his narration. I don't know. I, yeah, I like it. I liked it too. I thought it was pretty like fun. It like made the movie like a lot more fun to watch. I thought, but um... I saw somebody, I think it was under Armand White's review. Somebody commented, but shout out Armand White. Um, don't shout him out. What did he give it? What did he, uh... did he like it? He's <laughs> no, Armand White did not right like now. it. He's uh, do you, okay, so Armand White's headline for his killer review, he did not, he really didn't like it. He said mm -hmm. David Fincher mangles, uh, he says something like mangles and ruins the beauty and nuance. Uh, like, no, he says mangles, ruins, and misunderstands the beauty and nuance of Morrissey. <laughs> that's, that's like, that's Armand White's uh, headline. Because he's like, David Fincher totally misses the point of Morrissey and uh, the genius of the Smiths. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. That's so wild to me. Like yeah, that's like um, the whole point, I think. But yeah, people question about the question about the narration. I and I think they I think they mentioned this on the big picture or somewhere else. But um, is the and I don't know if this is true, but the the scene that I was talking about where the woman dies going down the stairs or whatever. Right mm -hmm. before that, when she's like locked in the car, is that's the only scene that we see from any other perspective except for him in the whole movie, I think. Right? Yes. Yeah. No, it I is. And that's that. the No, it for sure it is. It's the only time I think it's the only moment of the whole movie that's not from his perspective. And I think that there's like an immediate but very brief tonal shift. Because that's when she starts freaking out and we get that close-up shot of just her hands like this. Um, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, oh, now it's like, oh, this is like scary. Like, this is actually now it feels like we're in her perspective. And like, this is a fucking like really actually terrifying situation. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. only for like a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like it lasts like five seconds <laughs> and then it goes right back to them being in the house together. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. No, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just that that stood out to me because I didn't realize it when I was watching. So, I just heard Doug, that. This is like, your oh. number one movie of the year. <laughs> no, this is no, Doug's it's, favorite. It's pretty, it's pretty high for you. It's pretty high for you though, right? Doug loves this one. Uh, no, I I never said that. I said that this might this is probably like one of my five favorite movies of the year though. I think yeah. this movie. The more I think about it, the more <laughs> I like it. I think it's very watchable. What? Do you, you fucking did say that? Don't I lie. did not. No, 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 no. I did not. Say I don't think. Like, he, I don't think it was ever his favorite number movie one. of the year. <laughs> Never said that. I'm sure he said those words as hyperbole, but I'm. I'm no, pretty no, sure. No, I he, don't think. That's hyperbolize it so much. It's crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> Doug will be like. But Doug, Doug where does? It, I think that he how might many... be the most important American filmmaker of all time. And there's like <laughs> just some random guy who made like a YouTube short. It's like Doug. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, gonna... he's the most important kyle edward ball is the most important <laughs> filmmaker of all time i think it's pretty much you can't even argue with that that's what doug will say you said he's the most important filmmaker of all time i never said that <laughs> okay, Doug. I was going to ask I was going to ask before we move on to Thanksgiving how mm. many how many Fincher movies you like more than this where this where this might rank in his filmography. Seen, the big thing is I haven't seen Gone Girl. Uh right. So I haven't seen Gone Girl and that's like the big one. But comparing uh, it to I the ones know. you have seen. Yeah, I, it, this might be my favorite favorite Fincher movie. I it's like really? I really like this. Maybe Dragon Tattoo I like a lot too. I don't know. Yeah, that one's really um, good. Yeah, but like this movie's good. and I also I like Fincher more than I think Owen and Max. And Max, do. yeah, I like him. Yeah. It, I don't dislike. I, like like, I don't think too. Fincher's bad. I just don't like the types of. It's no movies. Alien Three. They, they, <laughs> the Alien one movie he didn't have control. So fucking good. <laughs> I hate when people put that at the bottom of their list. Alien Three is the worst, or Panic Room. They hate Panic Room. What's at the bottom? What's at the bottom of your list then? Seven. I gonna say Zodiac. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hate. I don't seven. like seven. I, I don't like seven that awful. much. I think it's so. Fucking I definitely don't bad. think it's awful. But... It is like I'm like I'm watching that movie, and I was like 14 years old. I was like I wouldn't even write this edgy shit. Um, I hate. <laughs> I definitely it. like this more than hate seven because like Saw is so seven. <laughs> because seven, yeah, but Saw is seven that doesn't take itself seriously. Saw is intentionally grindhouse, where seven's like really thinks it's super smart. And yeah, it's like, yeah. and then Kevin Spacey shows up and he cut his fingerprints <laughs> off. And you're like, uh, okay. And then Fair also, enough. oh my God, Kevin Spacey's performance in that movie, I'm sorry, it sucks. And everyone says oh, it's like so the greatest good. villain performance ever. I fucking hate his performance in that movie. And I feel like, uh, look, David Fincher has to be neurotypical. Could we just address that? Because every yeah, time sure. he for wants sure, to present sure. like a character with like any kind of mental problem they just all every performance of like a mental problem in a david fincher movie is this hello and that's it <laughs> it's like they talk soft quiet and then every once in a while they'll have a weird tremulous aspect to their voice and he's like yep that's crazy people <laughs> i'm gonna direct another nine inch nails music video and I just think I just don't think that like he has very much thought towards psychology, but he constantly makes movies about psychology. And I don't yeah. understand it. I don't, I don't think that he's interested in mysteries, which is funny because he what? makes a lot of mysteries. Oh, yeah. And that's um, what I'm saying. It's like, like, I think he's interested in like 
how people act in these situations that mysteries yeah. tend to happen in. Because the thing I love, like I love Dragon Tattoo a lot, and Dragon Tattoo the whole it's based off of a book, a, like a, a really popular book that's a mystery, yeah. right? And it's like in the movie, it's like I don't think David Venture gives a fuck about the mystery part of this book. I think he's just interested in this fucked up girl and his in her relationship with this old man. Like yeah. you know, do we want to move on to Thanksgiving? Because I know. Owen is dying to say more yeah, than well, five here's, words. Here's the Thanksgiving. <laughs> Today we're talking about two movies um, that deal with uh, the relationship of technology in our lives and how uh, consumerism is. Real. <laughs> it is. They're both. They are both about consumerism. Yeah. No. They are. Yeah. Someone commented um, on my thing and it, or no, they didn't comment, but there was a Thanksgiving review and there was like, there is no political message at all in this movie. And it, it was like, there's like a very clear, like, <laughs> it's like over the head, like. I don't know. No, have, I was they, just the, the the opening <laughs> scene, the kill scene, takes place on fucking Black Friday. Yeah, no, the like this movie's not about consumerism, is... <laughs> and then people get trampled to death, and that's the entire motivation. Oh, also, we're gonna talk. I think we're. I think we're gonna spoil Thanksgiving. I think oh, we're gonna yeah. get pretty yeah. into detail. Oh, now you want to give a spoiler warning after telling everybody <laughs> oh, no, no, no. how the killer ends? <laughs> like, like fuck? you should have already watched it. It's just on Netflix. Too. You should have already seen the killer. Yeah, um, no, no, this is gonna be heavy spoiler for Thanksgiving. Yeah. All of us yeah. love this movie, like so. Yeah, I would agree. We're giving, I we're giving it. it we're great. all giving it two thumbs up. Go watch it in theaters. Bring your friends. Like, yeah. Support original horror. This is. I'm seeing, it, I'm seeing it again and, today. Like, this is a get Real. together with your friends and watch it kind of movie. Like, yeah, it's a blast. Um. um okay. So. All right, Owen Cook. <laughs> yeah. Where do we want to start? What do we want to talk about? Well, I about? think we should start with the, the opening Black scene. Friday. I think the Black yeah, yeah. Movie, we already kind of touched on that, but. Um. They got the store. They got the. There's a. What's it called? Right Mart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got Right Mart. It's it's Black Friday. There's a big crowd. Um, kind of things go wrong, and every well, our like main group gets in, and they're like taunting with the like things. Yeah. They got the iPhone, and they're they all you know. The what's the guy's name? Doug. He's the security guard, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, Doug he's from like, Nebraska. The security <laughs> yeah, guard is Doug, Doug from Nebraska. <laughs> it's funny. It's funnier because then when they ask the guy about it later, he's like, "Oh, you mean Doug?" <laughs> yeah, I just thought of you. Yeah, he was like, "You mean Doug? You fucking idiot!" Yeah, I'm on <laughs> Addy, bro. <laughs> I bought Addy, and then he goes, Adderall. So He's like, good. "Yeah, Adderall, idiot." Yeah, no, he's great. He's like, he's "It's what great. smart kids." No, that that seems great, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's that's the inciting kind of incident where everyone there's like it happens really quickly. There's a lot of yeah by like the guy. There's like a glass from the door breaking that's in his hardest. neck. Okay. He like hits it on his neck, and then he's he's on the ground and he he gets up and he grabs what is it the the, the toaster oven? He's like shaking. Yeah, yeah and that's while his, he's bleeding out, and also I saw people like <laughs> this movie doesn't make sense. Somebody said somebody said this movie's not realistic, and it's like. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. You like, think? Like, what do you mean? Like, no, imagine somebody watching Jason X and and their takeaways from it wasn't realistic enough. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, what people my, are like, like. I literally know someone who was like, no one would do that. It... <laughs> oh no, Joe, the friend of the pod. Joe is gonna hate Yeah, no future guest of the podcast, Joe Baccia Jr. He's not gonna like this movie because he's gonna be like, why would he still try to get the toaster oven if he's bleeding out? Yeah, yeah, it's like no, that's what, it's like people saying stuff like that. Like they wouldn't split up like this. Girl, they fucking doing the movie. Just watch <laughs> yeah, the movie. It's like who cares? Yeah. Oh, it's man. so weird when people get caught up with like stupid ass details like that. 
but I don't. Yeah, I don't no, know. I agree. I, that opening scene is amazing. Yeah, that's like I feel so like. Did, that's did your theater? Comedy. Did your theater have an audible reaction to the guy getting his neck cut by the glass? Oh, yeah. Because like that's like the first yeah, thing that yeah. happens in my theater. Like all of them yell. Well, like you get <laughs> yeah. the the trampling. Like it's like the glass has to break. So you're like, oh fuck, shit's like about to go down. But the the neck getting sliced is like you don't expect that to happen yeah. right yeah. away. Um, I mean, no, every you know, single more... kill in this movie, not like the people dying is unexpected, but like the way that people die is like yeah, always yeah. really creative well, and unexpected. The, like, what's the is Gina Gina Gershon? The way that her like hair, or, like scalped? a piece of her, yeah. like yeah. Then it's it gets stuck in the uh, the cart. Yeah, and she gets like like because that's a character like they like they set up that character as being like. Uh, a I guess crucial, but like a part of the story. Yeah, and, then, like, uh, and she's like a big, she's like a big like, actress too. No, but like she's like a big actress to just like yeah. kill off in the first five minutes. Like she, yeah, like... especially the way that they do it. I mean, she was cheating on her sexy husband with the sexy deputy. Everyone's fucking sexy in this movie. I wanted to fuck every adult in this movie. I wanted to fuck the shit out of every adult in this movie. It was crazy. Every single adult. Even the okay, you don't have to keep emphasizing it, adult. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like every like like yeah, I mean, have yeah, year old. yeah. Oh um, yeah, a forty-five year old. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah, no. I mean, I was a little bit, I was a little bit nervous when when Owen when Owen saw it early and like hyped it up so much. I was like a little bit nervous because I was like, is this just an Owen thing? And then by the time yeah. like by the time the title popped up on the screen, I was like. Damn, he oh, was not lying. great, was great like, title card. The, the Patrick Dempsey shoots the, the, the ceiling it. and goes red, and then the, yeah. the title kind of melts like down. Yeah, it's yeah, like some yeah. kind of like should... premiere plug in. It's very like cheesy, <laughs> but it's intentional. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 actually. No, no, but it, it rules. It just... Yeah, it feels grindhouse. It feels like like that's what they're paying homage to with this movie. It's just like, they. I feel like people didn't get, like they're trying to maximize all the most nasty stuff that they can. While still making like a fun satirical like horror thriller mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it's a grindhouse movie of course it's stupid yeah, yeah. thanksgiving so, from the know. grindhouse double feature right i know that's like, what i'm saying it's like what are you guys yeah, like, from director eli raw yeah from eli yeah. Come on. Yeah. what are we doing from identified zionist eli raw oh, okay yeah oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of unsavory people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know no. that that was, yeah, Michael Fast. I didn't know it was a thing. Like, I didn't even yeah, know Michael that was Fassbender a thing until too. I, yeah, yeah. No. I found out that he was, like, charged with domestic abuse right before I watched The Killer. And I think that definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. impacted the way that I watched the movie. Because I was like, this part where this woman scared near him is probably yeah. real. You know? Yeah. Right. No, he's not this a good is, guy. This is the podcast where we let all the listeners know that everybody who you like in Hollywood is a bad person and exactly why they are. Not just Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not just Jonathan Majors. But Jonathan Majors isn't exempt, but it's like yeah. other people too. Like, But it's crazy to me that like Michael Fassbender got away with it for that long. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, it is interesting because it's like I didn't hear about that shit. I don't think most people have heard about that, you know, like, I don't no, know. Yeah. Not, really, no, you know, what was, about. you know what the thing that you brought up to me, Max, that I, I brought up to somebody else the other day was, um, who's the, uh, the guy from, uh, Ferris Bueller's who like killed two people with his car. Oh yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah. Like he just no, like killed a, two people with his car, story, paid a hundred dollar fine. And then like, and got, and that's it. I, <laughs> like, I like that one's, that one's a like, continued. Or like the guy from Shark Tank who yeah, that, that killed some some children <laughs> yeah. with a boat and then they blamed the children for drinking, 
even though they weren't yeah. like over the legal <laughs> alcohol limit and she didn't get her blood tested that was kind of yeah. cool too everybody it, looked that up psychotic mr wonderful and mrs wonderful yeah shout out the wonderfuls i hope she has oh, nightmares about it i hope you no, well this is uh not a, not the smoothest transition but he's a very rich man and the target of this movie is a very rich man um if we want to get back on track rick hoffman uh, True. yeah right because he's talking with that, the big he's like, stash oh, right, the, yeah very Thomas right from stash. white mart um well, yeah, the, we... big, the big thing is he he's got the store and right he, well, it's, so they have that inciting incident and then we go a year later and it's thanksgiving mm-hmm. again and he's like we'll just get more security it's a skull he, owns, good, yeah, guys. he owns the store um yeah it takes every... him it takes him until like four people die for him to be like <laughs> okay maybe we shouldn't open on thanksgiving he's like he's like waiting until it's a couple of people it is yeah. it From is the... a little odd i well go ahead go ahead no i we'll was just there. gonna like before <laughs> before even like the we did the time skip uh and the movie starts and before anybody dies i was kind of like oh this movie's kind of riverdale like um, <laughs> with like the with like the 20 like the beautiful 20 year old uh like a uh, 20 year old uh people playing like these 16 year old high school students doing yeah. like kind of like very like kind of on the nose acting i was like this is yeah. very kind of like CW, sexy hot like... dads i was like what the hell <laughs> yeah, yeah that's also like... like a riverdale thing that's like the big riverdale thing that people talk about Oh, but I was like, I'm the only one that watches like, Riverdale. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I what was that just like, means, I, I was immediately like, oh, am I gonna have to like, like, am I gonna be able to bounce on this? And it's like, no, because Eli Roth knows what the fuck he's doing, like the whole time, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> do you just say, what? am I gonna be able to bounce on this? Is that what you said? I no. Am I gonna? Oh my god. No, I said like. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I don't. Let's, let's, we don't have to like. We don't have to like come to a like total halt. <laughs> I didn't even. I literally didn't even say anything. I was just surprised by the wording, and then everybody noticed that. So I don't know what to say. But I just no, like what I meant is like, like was like, am I gonna like bounce on like bounce on this as in like not like it? Like I'm like I'm going into like like. I'm not no, saying anything. Keep going. Anything. No, keep going. Keep no, going. It's just his face. It's just. <laughs> it's just like, no, like like I, I like maybe like there's like there were like better like random words I could use, but I was what I meant was like like am I going to like like. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. all right um if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast <laughs> i'm not seeing what's happening um now i, I would say something we'll and then back right. i'm allowed to listen attentively this is crazy like if i turn my head that doesn't mean i'm waiting for you to say something fucked up i just didn't think you said that you were gonna bounce on it it was um, that no, was like i was, like, I was thinking I was perhaps not going to not going to enjoy the film, which is what I was trying to communicate. Um, but then I did end up liking it from the very first scene before like the kill started happening. But then yeah. I, I very quickly realized like, oh no, Eli Roth knows what he's doing. This is going to be very fun, like immediately. Yeah. And this isn't going to be a fucking stupid, poorly made. Like this is yeah. like, oh, he knows exactly what's happening. Like he's in total yeah. control of this film. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I was bouncing on it the yeah. whole time. I was enjoying okay. myself. I was writing it out. It was awesome. That's not what I meant by bounce, but it's like that's. <laughs> but I, Max, was it you that said that you knew 
I, I actually maybe all three of you did knew who like the killer was like very early into the movie. Yeah, but are we doing spoilers or no? Yeah, yeah no, we spoilers. already yeah. we already prefaced with spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he said, she was like, "Oh, a deputy who knows his way around the oven." I was like, "Okay, I saw the trailer, so it's him." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's like you well, know. So that I was, think I, it's, it's like, I I, think I it's thought about this the second time. I think it's cute that he. He like learns how to cook. <laughs> he like gets better at cooking for her. Oh, by by murdering people and turning yeah, well, them into turkey. When he's like when he's like cooking uh like the stepmom yeah. and he's doing all like the little things. It's like I thought it was like kind of cute. He was he like he got better at cooking. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, silly, that's such a silly way to look at it. Yeah. It no, I don't know be because so I just don't. I just don't watch movies uh, that way usually, like like murder mystery type stuff that way usually. Because yeah. I am like sure. the worst person at figuring out a mystery, so I just like don't even go into a movie trying to attempt to figure out who well, it I is because like, I just forget. know I'm going to get it wrong. I almost um, forget to try. Yeah, I yeah. don't really do that. I'm like whole too thing. into like, the I don't... movie to like think about that. that From like the yeah. trailer and the poster, like, I just kind of assumed it was Patrick Dempsey. Um. Well, no, I don't know. Well, the part where he goes, he's she's like, oh, and you know your way around the oven. I was like, oh, okay, he's the killer. I thought they were doing it like on purpose, but um, it doesn't like right. take me. Well, out I think I, it, I like how even though like I like the opening scene, it's like um, it's like a Halloween kind of like creep yeah. to the door, yeah. and then he you open it and it's, he's there. The I, I mean, even yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's really fun. Yeah. Do we want? Yeah. Do we maybe want to talk about some specific deaths that we liked? Because there's a well, lot. Well, let's go. That's gonna take well, we're going through the whole movie, Kevin. Yeah. So the first right, right. The well, we talk. Do we want to talk any more about the? What else? Is there any other death at the right mark that we talk about? There's the so it's like the security guard gets trampled. The yeah. Gets oh, there's broken. also the guy getting his well, hand broken. Bobby, yeah. yeah, Bobby, who's a he's a pitcher. He's like, uh, he's the main girl Jessica's boyfriend at the time. He's yeah. like the star of the high school. Not and even the high school. He's like, he's the like the star, star of the like town. The, like he just goes he's, places and yeah, people yeah. know him. He's yeah, like, like the guy and he doesn't really want to go into the right Mart and Jessica pulls him along and then he's trying to save Doug from dying and he like reaches out his hand and then he gets trampled and he, he's yeah. done. Cooked. And then he loses his position yeah. as like the pitcher, and so well, that his career-ending. Like, yeah, they get say career-ending injury, but then he's like rehab's yeah. going good later on, which is kind of funny. Yeah, he might be able yeah. to pitch again. You're like, okay, so it's probably not him then. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I, I think that the there's a lot of red herrings. There's a lot of like funny red herrings, like really mm -hmm. obvious red herrings throughout the whole thing, where it's like, oh, Bobby disappeared. We haven't seen yeah, Bobby yeah. since the accident, and then it's yeah, like it yeah. cuts to the killer, like 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 you know, like yeah, like yeah. circling the the friend group and yeah. the people. Like at a the picture thing. of a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, what if like John Carver started like just tossing a baseball like up? Yeah. Well, no, well, when like he the... throws the pitchfork, I was like, "Okay, wait, he's an athlete. Is this Bobby?" Yeah. That was like well, the only time early, like, right. earlier in that scene, yeah, right true. before he throws the pitchfork, yeah. when the girl is like running around, like there's like a basket full of baseballs that like gets knocked over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. Why does it keep doing? It keeps no, asking well, think... if my storage size is proper. So I, I think they, the way they do that is really like, uh, what's his name? Um, the uh, the new the new boyfriend ryan oh. he is like they play into him really hard being the the red herring but it's like 
I you don't really buy it, but I think oh, it's really there was fun. not a single moment yeah. where I was no. Like, there was, but there was, there was a, I, I that love really that scene where they me. like they cut to him in the like stupid pilgrim outfit, and like there's just a yeah, black yeah. backdrop, and it I don't know, it's it's a really fun little yeah. scene, and then he just steps out. Yeah, he's in the um, so when, then we get the second death yeah. is with the the girl who works at the diner. I, lo- I love yes. that one. And with the dumpster. Well, yeah, so they're. Go, he's going after all the people that were at the the right mart incident. And they tag and one of he the tags people. Addison or like Ray all the Instagram. people who um because <laughs> um, yeah, like, she has 50, 50 million followers. So yeah, she fifty million followers. I'm Addison um, Ray, bitch. I don't see this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um and like everybody's like, oh my god, he tagged us on Instagram and Addison Ray's like, Oh, I, I have I don't have my notifications on. Um <laughs> Yeah. She's like, Oh, I'm taking a break from social media. I'm mental. <laughs> <laughs> no, that dumpster oh. death was great. Also the lid on that dumpster. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean, obviously it doesn't matter because it's like, yeah. like well, we're even, not looking for logic, but it's, it's just very it's funny. In the trailer, it, but when she's <laughs> on her fingers like the peeling yeah. off of yeah. the fingers in her face and then the she goes with her phone and she tries to like unlock it with her face and it yeah, denies it that, and it doesn't yeah that, that was her, a big yeah. that was a big uh theater laugh moment there yeah and then she runs yeah. out that's that's uh, that one's fun it's not like over the top like creative i guess i mean the dumpster is cool yeah, but that okay. one's i was gonna say i was like I'm i like the dumpster part yeah but the, the dumpster um, part rocks the, i mean comparatively to the, the face freezing i feel like i've seen like freezing ones before but like sure. i don't know the dumpster well, was the, the dumpster the, kill and then like the practical like like yeah. they made like when they like plastic or like clay like i think um, it's a really yeah. good like opener second opener, i think I the whole, like the biggest thing that it's, i kind of was engaging with that i was like this fucking like really separates it from other similar movies is all of the practical effects like the practical mm-hmm. gore and like like you know the people hold like like the actors like physically holding like her guts and and like yeah. stuff and like, there's other like we'll get into it but there's other like really uh, yeah, cool practical effects yeah. later on like who who, who dies uh-huh. next um, so it's like so yeah they go to the diner uh it's like they see bobby and then bobby's like that wasn't me and like a huge red herring <laughs> um, yeah um, yeah i didn't him, do right? that like yeah that was him i don't know why <laughs> why did he like, lie <laughs> yeah well, because um, he doesn't he likes to <laughs> nobody yeah, well, like, like, yeah, he's, no, bobby's max coded bobby's so like, max. <laughs> like I didn't, um yeah and then I'm not, I, I'm not actually devious or evil I'm just mischievous. Yeah, you're just a good guy. You're just mischievous, like Bobby. Um, well, I mean, he could have just lied because he was like ghosting her, and he like didn't. I, I guess. I mean, it be... makes sense why he would lie in terms yeah, of just being a red herring, but it right it's just silly that he's like, no, that wasn't me. Or maybe it wasn't him in the film. Like the, it was like. It was like that. Well, it's, it's his it's, twin brother. You know, it's very weird because they show him, and then everybody, every single character at the table was like, "That was Bobby." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so and then later, like, like, "That wasn't me." <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know what the. Yeah, Bobby, well, it's something that like, you see like bits of him, so like it could have not been him, and they, everyone at the table just saw him or thought they yeah, saw yeah. him. But I don't know. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, and then the, the diner scene, and then there's the the chase sequence with the lady and then it cuts to the her bottom half because like the lid like cuts her in half like right. crazy and then like yeah. how does he get her on the star 
How did he a, do that? A He's... tall ladder. He's probably a cherry <laughs> the, picker. The tallest of ladders. He threw it. He threw it up there. Oh, you know, or, you know or, that guy who throws like the, you know that guy who throws um the things that like plungers. the target sign. Yeah, the plungers yeah. that like the target sign. <laughs> he just does that over and over yeah. again until it lands. He probably went under the roof of the building and then just yeah. dropped her on the star from the roof. Actually, but how did you get how could he get the to building? the roof? Yeah, I mean, it'd be easier um, to just get a ladder. He, at that he's point. a he's the sheriff. No, he's not. Uh, oh, he is the sheriff. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is. No, he's that not the does. sheriff, is he? No, the other guy. No, no, he's, he's like yeah, he's like a. Because there's a, the new guy is the sheriff with the yeah, bigger no, hat. Yeah, no, the new guy's the, the guy deputy. With the big hat. That's the deputy. Oh, they say that. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the sheriff. Did you guys watch yeah. this movie? No, oh. no he's the sheriff. Oh, Owen yeah, saw it they... twice. Owen saw it twice. <laughs> sheriff, deputy, no, it's... it's all the same, man. Yeah, yeah no, real. Patrick Dempsey's the sheriff. I think I don't know if he's Dempsey's the sheriff. But I know the really other guys. Do. They're like, who's your new deputy? He is hot. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean, on Letterboxd, his name is literally Sheriff. Eric Newland, so he's definitely the sheriff. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was three on one, but I because that other guy, because that other guy that shows up is like a detective or whatever. They are the he's a deputy. Not, not the other guy. The guy, the guy who likes to. No, 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 not that guy. The other. Never mind. Forget about it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So then he puts him on the star. What happens next, Owen? Well, they, they take her off the don't star. they? They break into that. Um, they go to the. Um, they're throwing axes at. Or are they like a? What are they at? Like a fair or something? Yeah, it's, like yeah. A, it's almost like a historical recreation. A type pumpkin of thing. patch. Yeah, what's well, like? It's, it, you, you cut to the. I think it's Evan. He's throwing. He's throwing axes. Yeah, yeah. They, he's, he's throwing axes a... and he's fucking the goat. He's Michael Jordan throwing axes yeah. and the little kids yeah. like, okay, it's my turn, and he like shoves little kid to the fucking ground and he's like no you pussy yeah um and they're they're supposed to shoot a uh commercial at a historic landmark but the landmark kind of gets ransacked and an axe that um may or may not have been used to murder a few people has been taken from the landmark and patrick dempsey has to call write this up you know, well, it's, sure. it's you guys know that this like, scene is before uh, the killing, the first kill, though, right? No, but it doesn't matter. It's but... all it's all mushy. He takes the axe and then he goes and kills the lady at the diner. You might be onto something. I definitely am. Where else would he have Weird. got that axe? This is the worst podcast. This is this is <laughs> this is why I wanted to talk about specific kills and not the movie. Yeah, I don't think it has to be like because I don't. Well, I just like that. I think that scene's important. Yeah, I do too. Sure, yeah. And well, he yeah, says, I'm going to find when out. When you look at it in hindsight, Patrick him. Dempsey like goes in there and he's like, huh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to figure out whoever did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, um, okay, so death scenes then? Yeah. Yeah, what's I your favorite so. death I scene? I like talk, the when they like, crush that fucking guy's head. That, that rocks. <laughs> that shit rocks. Oh, with the, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize I didn't realize it until today when i like this morning when i was thinking about it because i mentioned it to max i guess when we were chatting but the the like one guy's girlfriend who's like a cheerleader that that you know what i mean the one you talked about where like her he holds her and like her guts are spilling out and stuff um yeah. it reminded me yeah. more of the scream show because i 
and I was thinking about it because I because you know how I mentioned to you I was like oh I was kind of sad about mm. that part and you were like oh that wasn't sad at all um I I don't know no, I just thought... I didn't say that no you, you said were, something no, like, whoa, whoa. I thought no, it was no, kind of no, sad no Kevin you were talking about a different part he's sitting there he's like Julie what do I do and he keeps repeating that over and over again yeah that is the part that I, I was that referencing was no no Kevin, oh, that's you the were part I was about... referencing when I said it no, was sad we, we we all said whoa whoa whoa, whoa. no 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 because I was there and you you brought up the trampoline death and no like, that is not, not what sad. i was talking about you said the that's trampoline what... death was sad yes you did yeah. you said the cheerleaders i, I the never trampoline. referenced that at all I okay okay you were talking about the so all. you were talking about julie when you were talking this about is how sad yes that, death the, was. that is the scene that i was talking about we, when i said i felt well, no, bad I, well, kevin I every I, single we, person we, in that voice call you know who else was there talking about the trampoline yeah, this yeah I know, you Kevin, obviously you communicated your idea totally wrong because everybody misunderstood you. Okay, okay, um, whatever. My point is that's the scene I was talking about that was sad. But if you all, you guys already think, but it's you sad, do, I can I say whatever. this really quick? You do realize that yeah. Julie was not a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, I got that mixed up probably. When I was <laughs> okay, that's me. what you said. You were like the cheerleader death. So we're all like, oh, the trampoline. And you were like, yeah, she was with her boyfriend. And yeah, so then, yeah, like, not, that's like the same death that you're basically describing, but different. That makes perfect sense. But I that, did think the that, that I'm I do think I that. I think the performance there is really great. There's a lot of yeah I by Scuba. Yeah, <laughs> Scoob. I think well, Scoob. you have a lot of uh, young actors that aren't in like anything giving like really yeah. solid performances. Like, yeah, they're doing their best. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. No, that's I, why I remind me of the Scream TV show because I think there's like I think the way that the show works is that it's kind of similar to the movies but like there's more personal stakes obviously because it's a tv show so you like care more about the characters a little bit and then it gets like significantly darker than the scream movies kind of and this is obviously like the deaths in this movie are obviously darker than like a scream movie or whatever and max is making a face but i don't think that anything i'm saying is wrong um <laughs> i just didn't i never anyway. felt more personally invested in the scream tv show characters than the movie characters okay. and but but i mean you know, um, there's like some there's like way more no but i think show. yeah no i think there's just i think that like image of him doing that is very similar to stuff that happens in the show where there's like like the personal relationships i don't know maybe you just didn't like or that the show, one so new girl like drums thing. Mm. no but like there's like that one never mind i'm not we're not gonna do a whole thing about the scream tv show anyway that, i'm being serious that was sad when she drowns in the show when who drowns okay now i'm like his new girlfriend <laughs> Forget about it. We're the, going the off black track. girl with like yeah, the cool is, braids. Yeah, all five people that will ever click on this podcast that even know what the Scream TV show is are really left in this section. Um, yeah. yeah, they're like, no, they're like, what the fuck? Spoilers! I just sorted it. <laughs> I was on the, I was on the two. The show ends terribly, episode. by the way, but that's well because it doesn't thing. end. You know, yeah. it doesn't end terribly. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the. Yeah, no, that that part is really cool. I think the funniest laugh that my theater got was when that girl that we're talking about, uh, Scuba's girlfriend with the Julia, like, with the platinum blonde hair, Julia, when her dad gets introduced, um, is uh... oh no, yeah, it's a great sequence. Yeah, yeah, he's hot because everyone's dying and he comes out. Well, because um, Addison Ray and her boyfriend get abducted by the, the uh, john yeah, by, carver by john and carver julia's dad comes in on his his black car and he he tops out and he says we're going to florida yeah that's she, yeah, she's like where are we going and he's like stuffing her in the car and he's like florida <laughs> <laughs> florida yeah 
yeah. He's so no, he's um, so handsome. I want him to stuff me in a car. But um, and then Scuba did he? Is like, okay, we gotta get a. Gun do you now, guys think? <laughs> do you guys think that like um, he intentionally killed her, Julie? Yes, because I think he didn't. I I I think that you're crazy. Explain your perspective no, to no, the no, listeners, Max. Okay, listen. So you, yeah. they, they almost like make a point of showing that he almost like accidentally backs up on the table saw button and like steps on it as he's stepping backwards. It's not like he intentionally turned the table saw on. And then what he does is he doesn't slit her throat. He moves the knife away and pushes her and she ends up falling onto the table, the table saw. saw. <laughs> right. But I don't think he intentionally did that. I think he wanted her to be at the end. Well, that's at the dinner. Yeah. I, I, I'll agree with that a little bit because I was confused at why she dies, but it's also yeah, right. like he was attacking her, but like he doesn't, he could have totally killed her. He just her. stabs her eardrums. He doesn't, yeah. he could have easily killed her several times. He but doesn't kill. Because he, he, Addison Ray and her boyfriend get taken. He could have killed them easily, but they, he wanted them at right. the table. So it, it would doesn't make sense why he would. I, yeah, I do agree. I think he wouldn't. He wasn't trying to kill her. And they have like a moment where he sort of stumbles onto the button. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of pushes her away because the guy's like, I'm going to shoot yeah. him. And then like, but then she falls onto the saw. I don't think he did it on purpose. Yeah. That's interesting. I think it was it, unintentional. I, because, yeah, because she was like a part of it. Not in the way that the, the people he was killing was a separate thing. She was, it would just yeah. feel weird that she was like the one that they the one that he kills it's like why she didn't even do anything wrong at all yeah to be honest maybe he like threw her onto the table saw or no maybe it's like because he got caught you know that he was like that's why now like no i don't think he i don't even think he would have killed her i think he just pushed her away from him like he kind of pushed her at them and the table saw was there he wasn't even that's crazy (laughs) well she falls onto the table saw he, I will, like, it's not he, like he, he shoves does, he her onto the her, table saw. He pushes her onto the table saw. Like, um, but no, that's interesting. I didn't. It's yeah, getting I dark didn't, as fuck. What the hell? Should <laughs> I turn more lights on or no? Uh, it's up to you, brother. Uh, yeah. Um, you well, yeah, I kept. I was thinking about that, especially in the second viewing, mm-hmm. because she is like a part of the main group, and his whole thing was like trying to get that main group at the table. So her right, and that's why I was like. Not that it's, he was like, oh no, I killed her, but I think it was accidental that he. Yeah, he wasn't trying to kill her then. He was trying to kill her at the that. table. Like I think he intended to. Because he didn't get it on live. Yeah. Welcome okay. back to the podcast, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We were talking about favorite characters. Doug, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. I like Addison Ray. Um, <laughs> no, Gabby's kind of like a non factor in the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, I wish she was in it more, but she doesn't die, so there's opportunity yeah. for more there. Yeah, there could um, always be more. Like, the main girl is really good in this, actually. I think that she's right. like, yeah, really solid. Um, I did like her a lot, yeah. And I like uh, the yeah. Addison Ray's boyfriend, I forgot, I don't know his character's name, but Gabby's Evan. boyfriend, Evan, he's Evan, really funny. Yeah. I love the part when he's like, they cancel the football game because of the fucking murders. And he's like, you're not going to cancel my fucking game. And he's like, I'm going to go play alone. And Scoob's like, Scoob is like, you can't play football alone. And he's like, watch me. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I I like Sc- 
Goomba, and I like the dude. I like the dude who like sells them the guns. Yeah, me too. Like the, like, yeah, peaked, in, the peaked in high school guy who like hangs. Well, and his high little school. his weird little crony too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was yeah, super fun. I like his character a lot, and I hope he like if they make a second one, like he's involved more because I think he's like a really interesting character. Yeah. No, I think that I mean they left so many people alive because there's an absolute intention to make a sequel. Yeah. Like I think that's definitely the case. Um my favorite well, was it, it, the No, go ahead. Dog. No, oh my no, I stopped <laughs> because you were in the middle of saying you're something. Fine, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're intentionally make it um so there's a sequel and it's like yeah the weight like the ends on a cliffhanger basically like the stinger at the end is really good i think uh yeah max well, what are you saying your favorite characters were no my favorite character was like the hot old man who worked at the store whose wife gets killed <laughs> and who like um, doesn't show up again until like once he like doesn't do anything for, like, no, two I like him he's, no i like him because he's an activist and right. we obviously support that but the thing is is that the sequel is going to be about several john carvers and it's going to be him and his activist group are going to be the murderers in the sequel i think i was going to ask a sequel related oh, shit. question but i yeah. want owen to give his favorite characters first I was thinking about this because I was actually like, this is actually, I thought about this yesterday. I was like, this is probably a cool video I could do, like top five characters or whatever in Thanksgiving. And I was, I was actually struggling to like pick a number one because I think like everyone does so well here. Like I think yeah. Patrick Dempsey in that last act is so funny. Like I think the way that the, uh, the script is written, so he, he can hit all those like Boston accents really hard. It's yeah. really funny. Um, I think, as you said earlier, um, the main, uh, the lead girl, the final girl, uh, Jessica, is really fun. I, uh, mm. I like her boyfriend, Ryan, is really funny. Um, I think um, Addison Ray in her small moments, her character's name is Gabby, is really funny. I think especially that the opening beginning where they're in that car, she's really funny. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's really good in that friend group. I think there's, it's, that's why it's really fun to watch. Is that friend group's really well rounded? Like it's a lot of good performances. Not really anyone stands yeah. out so much. I think from that group, I I don't know. Ryan's really fun. I like Ryan, especially that scene with Ryan and Bobby going back and forth. Where he's talking about Adderall. That that's a great scene. Yeah. I don't know. I might have to give it to Dempsey though, just for that that final, that final uh, little act there. I think he's and really he's hot. He is hot. He's actually like officially the hottest man in the world. Um, is what they said. That's yeah, crazy. Uh, say. By the panel of people, people magazine. People magazine. People magazine wants to be <laughs> me so bad. Like they want to fuck an old man so bad. They want to be me so bad. That's fucked up. Max, but one of the things I wanted to say about as sex man of the year from People Magazine. Um, probably my boyfriend. Um, okay. no, I don't know. That's I don't know. Answer. What do you mean? I don't think about that kind of thing. I wow. I don't edge to People Magazine. <laughs> I, that's not what I not what I was. But um not... no, but I wanted to talk about the friend group and the way that I think yeah. that Eli Roth has specifically like matured as a filmmaker with this movie is that like they ha they do unlikable things. We call it not but in his, Yeah, but in his previous movies, 
he creates such unlikable and like annoying like borderline unrealistically like annoying bad protagonists and in this movie i really like that he shows like these are young people yes they're privileged yes they're having fun yes they have problems and they are kind of problematic but they never become so bitterly unlikable that you like just don't want them to be on screen anymore which i think is like one of my main problems with most of his movies and i think he makes them a lot more well-rounded in that way and it's like the number one complaint I have about his movies is that I hate the characters he makes. And this movie, I don't think there was a single character that I hated. And for a cast this big, I just think that's very, very impressive. They have this like very it's an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also even Kathleen, I didn't hate. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many movies. There's so many. Well, her scene is awesome. There's so many her 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 pieces. Death scene rocks. Not that that's like cooked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just I like do the wish build up she, to it. I do wish we hadn't seen her in the oven in the trailer, just because that chase scene yeah. was so suspenseful. Yeah, but and that's like, what I was genuinely... gonna say. I think that's. I think it's like yeah. kind of cool, at least that what we saw in the trailer is such a fraction of that entire scene. At least, like the sure. build up to that is great. So yeah, but yeah. to have the main tense chase scene like immediately spoiled most prominently by the trailer i do wish that i kind of like in some ways like um avoided that spoiler that she does end up getting caught and killed it's tough to have i don't even know how you even like a trailer for a slasher movie is tough to like not spoil stuff yeah but like there was a lot of great moments in the trailer that didn't like gotta do like fake kills right yeah yeah well so on that i don't addison rank doesn't wear a um a, a, a cheerleading costume right? at all on the movie yeah. right there's behind the scenes because photos of her wearing i've seen cheerleading, i've seen like, multiple yeah. behind the scenes photos of her wearing the cheerleader thing which i think if they did like there was a scene in the trailer of her wearing it it would have been like a uh you know a tease like that would have been her on the trampoline but there yeah. wasn't any of that so i was confused on do you think they it, did it on purpose since it's such a notorious scene from well, the... so that's what i was thinking it was like that's a notorious scene they were gonna like build it up that that was gonna be her but there yeah. wasn't they never it wasn't like in the trailers or anything it was just like she posted behind the scenes photos i wonder if they wanted the speculation that she would be the one whose death yeah. was in the the original thanksgiving grindhouse trailer i'm yeah i'm, I'm assuming that's what it was because i don't even think she's a cheerleader no, like they, they don't never they, they never about her being the movie, but she, yeah. there's there are photos of her in that blue, which that's like a that's I think a they did it on school. purpose. That's a different I know. Yeah. So like why would she be wearing it? No, I know they did that on purpose, but I was just saying they didn't they, they like she wasn't in the there was not like a scene in the trailer or anything. It was just like random photos that are on her Instagram. Yeah, like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny and kind I of fucked up it, too, but yeah. It's like how do we feel gonna, about that change? How's everybody really? feel about that? For the uh, it was a good change. It was a good change. I think that we already have Terrifier, um, which is a movie yeah. where you get to see stuff that you shouldn't see in most slasher films. I don't think we need a <laughs> yeah. general mutilation in the Eli Roth fun screen movie. Yeah, like, I uh, agree. Where people, if some people were disappointed that she doesn't get stabbed in the vagina like she does in the trailer, like yeah, uh, if, the first Terrifier. For people who don't ago, know, like <laughs> the the original Thanksgiving trailer was part of the Grindhouse movie, like the Grindhouse Experience movie, and that trailer is what this is based on. Also directed by Eli Roth, and there's like a really mm-hmm. infamous scene in that move that trailer 
where this girl does the splits on the trampoline and a knife goes into her vagina, which is like, if that had happened in this movie, I think it would have been so fucking out of place. And well, like, that's the thing. is this yeah. felt like it fit the tone of the rest of the movie? Right. It was. It was good. It was a little homage to the original. Yeah. It still works in context, and it's really still a good kill. Yeah. But it felt it fit the rest of the tone of the movie, yeah. which is it. It's a slightly different yeah. tone than the tr- original trailer. So yes. the original trailer is it. way meaner, is way gr- like yeah. grimier than this. Movie. It also this movie's really trying to be kind of like ends... scream. Yeah. The the original yeah. trailer ends with the like killer fucking the head. Yeah, like the decapitated head of someone who was cooked and placed on the dinner table. It's like yeah, the, yeah. It, this is so it different a, from the original. It was a different out. Eli Roth that made that yeah. trailer. Well, yeah, that, right. That's 2007 to 2023. He's a different. Like, like yeah. Max, he's a different, you know, filmmaker now. But I love that he kind of pays homage to his own kind of nastier work without going too far. I feel like that mm-hmm. shows a lot of restraint that he hasn't been showing on Twitter or Instagram lately, <laughs> which yeah. maybe. In his personal life, he should do that as well or consider it. But um, I loved it. I thought it was great that they don't do that. Because I thought that was gross. You know, when I first saw that, um, yeah. even originally when I no, saw Grindhouse in yeah, theaters, the Grindhouse, I was like, that's kind of fucked up. The Grindhouse, like, even before this movie was, like, even before anybody, like, this movie was confirmed to be in production or there's speculation around him doing a full thing about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. real, like, solid speculation. Um, That... I think the Thanksgiving trailer is the most infamous thing from the Grindhouse double feature. I think I've seen I see oh. more people talk about it than I see people talk about fucking Death Proof, which is a real fucking it's a full Quentin yeah. Tarantino movie. You know, like I mean, or the, yeah, no one no one talks you know, about. But you know what I mean? Or... It's like people talk about the Thanksgiving people trailer are... from that double feature all the time. Like Planet people Terror, should talk about Planet Terror. Planet Terror <laughs> rock. Yeah, the girl well, has a gun for like, a leg. Well, then yeah. let's start. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who's your like, favorite character like, from like, Planet Terror? I haven't seen it. Mm. Um, that's okay. I haven't. If it makes you feel worse, audio, I haven't seen any of the things you're talking if about. If you're listening so. at home, like uh, uh, Max is covering his face with both of his hands. Um, I think there's some chemicals on my hands. I'm getting high. <laughs> when I was cleaning yesterday. Um, yeah, Max also was cleaning yesterday until five. The... And then that fucking lady didn't show up. That fucking lady is his landlord. Um, the question I was going to <laughs> ask you guys that Doug kind of brought up when we were in a voice chat um, is like the whole possibility of there being two killers thing because the only and I know that there's like a lot of these in the movie but the only thing that confused me was when she like gets attacked on the fence and then she runs away but then he's they're lying on the ground when she runs away so i'm like how did yeah that like, was really get from behind her at the fence to in front of i don't i just didn't understand yeah. the geography of that whole but thing. but like yeah but it was then, very like, they confirmed that that was also had to be patrick dempsey that attacked her in the fence too right right, um, right. there was so that so, confused me I, a little bit i also thought there were two killers because in the moment when there's the blonde girl that died, like it's pushed onto the the saw right he holds yeah. up the phone and it's like and it's like then on the phone is like a video i thought in the moment that it was a facetime call but it might have just been a video of them like past like like um painting around like and showing all of the people at like the dinner table and i was like oh right. so there's two killers because there's somebody there like like like, well, doing, not, like filming that with but them do you think then, do like, you think it's like a possibility that 
there is two killers, they reveal Definitely. it as just one, and then in the sequel, they bring up the fact that there was somebody else. Yes. Definitely because a possibility. It's also possible thing, that there's only one. But... There's a scene in this movie where you see Patrick Dempsey outside with the deputy. This is the scene in the school where Evan and Gabby get caught, and then the main mm-hmm. girl gets chased through the school. She yeah. looks mm-hmm. through the doors of the school at the same exact moment that Gabby and Evan get kidnapped, and Patrick Dempsey yeah. is outside talking to the deputy. Yeah, so there has it's like, to be there two killers, right? There has to right? be two killers. Because he's the yeah. killer. That's the reason I was like, oh, maybe it's not him. But then I was like, oh, it's going to be him. And then I was thinking that Addison Ray was going to be his daughter. <laughs> but that I still would, think, I still think Addison Ray is the no killer. Dad. I still no think Addison, Addison Ray is the no killer. There's no Addison dad. No Daddison. Um, yeah, that's too. No I don't Addison know. I just, well, if Addison was the killer, why wouldn't she, like, she's still, like, tied up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If fake tied up, it's not real. She was <laughs> not even really tied up. Yeah, gets... it's a it's a it, it's it's a movie, Owen. Yeah, okay. it's a movie. <laughs> um. Okay. Do do we? Is there anything else Thanksgiving related that you guys want oh, to mention? I like the well. There's a. I wanted to talk about the the kill in the parade. He where he's not wearing. Oh, where he's a clown, right? Yeah, he's a that round. Which is yeah. Which is, I bet. I think isn't that in the trailer as well? No, it doesn't show him wait, as a clown. Wait, wait, wait. That also, him as a clown, am I crazy? It, the guy in the clown outfit, that can't be Patrick Dempsey either, right? Because isn't he on the thing with them? No, no, but, no, then he disappe- no but then he disappears. No, okay. that, he's not on that's the Because he doesn't, because when they get into the yeah. back, Because you he knows know how to yeah. use the police car and he's driving away. Yeah. How about the scene where the fucking ship impales that man's face? And there's like nose is like. Because that shit rocks. I yeah. was like, no way. And there's blood squirting on the kids. I thought that was so fucking that, funny. That whole sequence at the parade is really good. I love it. I think it's so fucking fun. Like, genuinely oh a great suspense sequence. There's something that I um, I don't think I've brought up anywhere, but I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Something really cool that um, Roth does this movie, like, more than once, and every time he does it, I'm like, that's a really neat, like, device he's using, is... um these like these hand a lot of handheld shots that are like handheld point of view shots like yeah. five or six times he uses that throughout the whole thing and i'm like every time he does it i'm like that's really cool like i like yeah. that's a really cool shot and he does it, like five times and it's always like and it's like it's obviously handheld um yeah. and it's like obviously like the interesting point of view and it's always from like different characters and i'm like oh that's interesting that's really cool it's like kind of a subtle i don't know not a big thing but it's like it's, yeah. i don't know well I also, it's like, I'd like to touch on like the use of like cell phones throughout the movie, I think is really interesting. Uh, I really like the, I mean, obviously you have all the live stream stuff, but there's the scene where Jessica's getting chased in the the school and she's like texting. It's supposed to be Gabby and she's like following the like, uh, the, the sound, sound of the text of yeah. the notification. And like, I thought that was really interesting. And then you have the like, Percy Jackson ass like reflection yeah. of, of John Carver. I, I think that's really fun. And also like the you have you have Yulia who's on like FaceTime with um Scuba and I think Jessica's in the in the car. Yeah. And yeah. They're on FaceTime and she's like getting ready. And then um John Carver attacks her and he's like showing her on like the ground yeah. with the FaceTime. I think it's really a, like a fun way to use cell phones in a slasher but i agree like and a little bit of do the new scream movies do anything yeah. like that um like scream five not or six really, do they no. okay 
Not as creatively, no. I don't really remember I don't much. Even think they, the only thing they do like, is the I just, opening. I Scream 6 feels like a blur. Yeah, and then they also have like the, the – well, Scream 5 opens with her on her cell phone, and they like clone the cell phone, so it sounds like – seems like it's coming from someone else's phone. And then they have like the little thing where they send her a video message where it's like she's like filming her girlfriend or whatever at the beginning. Yeah, but I mean I think the, the, the use of cell phones in this one is really creative. Yeah, I do think what that is... there's like a lot of ways to make cell phones kind of dynamic and fun to watch in a slasher or a horror movie. And they don't always need to be viewed as an obstacle, which is, I think, what people really do with cell phones. Yeah. Um, we need to figure out. I mean, it's like I now yeah. I feel like it's taken a very long time. And I think filmmakers are now kind of like trying to figure out how to make cell phones interesting in movies, you know, because I think a lot of filmmakers yeah. like avoid cell phones altogether and try to pretend like they yeah. don't exist. But well, now, like, it definitely yeah. for a while, it was like, yeah. It felt like, well, like you well, know, it's, it's like, a lot of. I mean, it's definitely because like, like filmmakers are necessarily like on the older side, especially when like cell phones first came out. Feels like the filmmakers yeah. were trying I to think like, avoid showing them. I think it's but, hard to like at all costs. Avoid when um, you're but making I think a movie about you know, high schoolers, we're getting into a more cell phone yeah. age. But now, even like even uh, the killer, the movie we talked about in the front half of this, um, he uses a cell phone a couple of times, and they try to. I think they show him using it in an interesting way, like um, that's not like that's kind kind of dynamic and like. Visually he's filming not... the screen, or the screen. Yeah, yeah, the screen. I like, thought that pops, was like, great. He's, like he's yeah. on his phone, and then it's like just like like the information that he's looking at on his phone just like pops up big on the screen for you to see right next to him. I'm like, I think that's interesting. No, no, like, no, no not that. It. I'm talking about like when they were doing the live stream thing, and the phone is being used to film another screen, and so they go to the wrong location because they think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that's like a really fun way to like use like the concept of like cell phone tracking and live streaming. Because they're like, oh, he's live streaming from here. And then he's actually mm -hmm. live streaming, the live, live stream through his phone, through another screen. And it's like, yeah. it's actually a way for, because yeah. a lot of times, again, they use it as like an obstacle for the killer in a lot of these movies. Mm -hmm. And in this one, he uses cell phones creatively as like a tool for himself. And so like now they can't really be sure of like where the location is that he's streaming from. So I, I just think that's fun. It's like that's like a cool way for like the mm -hmm. killer to like get one up. And like it's a believable way for the killer to use a technology that should technically be able to be used against him in like these types of movies. And he yeah. uses it in a way that benefits him. I thought that was great. You know, it's like a fun, creative little twist. And it makes yeah. sense. Kind of like a little saw yeah. moment. A little okay. saw. Is that... Are we are so we what's Thanksgiving now? What's what is the best current um uh slasher slasher series? Is it uh what's well, the this right isn't Thanksgiving series, yeah. um the new Saw so Saw five and six or uh Terrifier two? <laughs> Do you mean Scream five and six? Wait, what? That's what I meant. Scream five and six. Sorry, so whoa, 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 whoa. My fucking language. My wires got crossed. Oh, I thought you Sorry. Saw. I was like, Saw's not a Saw. No, not, not Saw. They got Saw. So, like, what, what's what, what's the best going forward, we think? Is it, like, Thanksgiving? Like, the new Scream? I'd, the I'd like to wait screen, until a Thanksgiving, or... too. This is, like, a thing. Yeah. But... I, I mean, I think we can talk about it. I think they're doing different things. Um... Terrifier three, I'm excited to see how disgusting it is and like fucked up it I'm is because that's just like that one. But I will be there. Yeah, no but Kevin what. will be seeing it. You're not excited, but you're gonna be there no matter what. Yeah, yeah it has because to be. I 
it's a principled thing. Like I, yeah. I, one thing is that I'm always there for my friends and, and you guys <laughs> all want me to watch it in theaters and, and be horrified and feel terrible. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, so right. I'm going to do so that exciting. because I care about you guys. Um, um I would say being, out of those, the one that has like the most opportunity to like ad- advance, like the slasher genre forward would probably be the Thanksgiving series as a new, yeah. Yeah. As a new concept for an instantly iconic horror series, I think that this has the most potential to bring back slashers. However, mm-hmm. I do think that like Terrifier 2 is the reason this movie got made and the reason a lot of very nasty movies are allowed to be shown in theaters right now. Um, sure. So sure. again, it's like this will be more influential, but I don't think it would have mm-hmm. existed without Terrifier 2. Yeah, because Terrifier 2, like, I don't think, I don't think, terrifier 2 got enough credit because it's like a horror movie and i know the horror movies yeah. don't get like as like much respect in like mainstream uh film discussion um mm-hmm. out of but like i don't think terrifier 2 really got enough coverage and credit for how much of an insane indie film success it was like, yeah and then also how much it pushed the boundaries of what could be shown and mm-hmm. now we're regularly getting nc-17 movies in theaters yeah that did not happen before terrifier 2 came out yeah like at all yeah, and the way that so, they went about like kind of manipulating the I don't know theater how many system more is great too. I'm uh, like ten at more. least two. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'll watch I'm... ten more screen movies. I'll, no, I'll watch them. It's uh, yeah. I mean, like Christopher Landon's doing the new one. Who? Um, yeah, he did. Um, I think it's something. The death. Happy Death Day or something? Yeah, oh, Day. fuck uh, off, Christopher Landon. Die, bitch. <laughs> Die, bitch. Yeah, well, because Radio Silence was was doing something else and they wanted the um this new one to come out as soon as possible it's gonna be a oh, christmas that movie sucks oh that shit's gonna be bad there's gonna be terrifier 3 christmas scream new scream christmas oh, movie no terrifier 3 um, is gonna eat scream's fucking lunch bro <laughs> like that's crazy that um, shit's gonna be so offensive i know it's gonna be so offensive it's gonna be so awesome i can't believe it well, they got a budget for Terrifier 3 from a major studio. Yeah. I think it was Universal. And then they were like, here's the first five pages. Gonna, and the studio executives were like, <laughs> and the studio executives were like, we're not funding this or releasing it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Because um, that's um, just going to make I'm money. Really... And the studio oh, yeah, rejected it outright. Three more than once, probably. Like in theaters. Uh, you're, such a per- you're such a pervert, Doug. Well, that's for this one. I feel like Thanksgiving is so one you can watch a ton of times. Like, I'm watching it again tonight. Yeah. This I'm movie said again, watch for sure. Yeah. No, I said I think I like I brought like a little blurb on Letterbox about it, and I, I was like, I'm probably gonna watch this movie like 30 times before I die. It's like yeah. so like oh, you know what I mean. It's so fun. Like, yeah. It's so watchable, and it's like and it's like him tying it to like oh the movie's called Thanksgiving, and it's about fucking Plymouth, Massachusetts, the guy dressing up as a pilgrim. It's like yeah yeah, yeah dude, I mean, I'm gonna watch, put the song yeah. there is, all the time. Like there is a part of me that does wish it was a little more extreme than it is, but I think I understand why it's not. I think it's very. I think it does a lot with what it does, <laughs> right? But I don't think like you know the premise and sort of the concepts that are shown in the trailer were like way more graphic to think about than they were actually portrayed as, sure. which is fine. But you know, considering it's Eli Roth and I'm more used to his torture porn stuff, I was a little surprised by like how r- restrained it was. Um, and I do think that at least like some of it could have been intensified a little bit. 
but I, I think part of it too is that. like I think he's like it's kind of what we said with like oh like you know if like the sickos that are like I wanted there to be genital mutilation in this it's like well you can just go that's watch Terrifier too. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know well, what I mean, I think. But I think that's like a similar yeah. thing where it's like I think that he did show a little bit more restraint because he's like I didn't want to yeah. like get thrown in the same bucket as this. Maybe. Well, yeah, you can't. I don't, I also don't think it's really possible to compete with Terrifier two when it comes to the extreme levels that it goes to. So I kind of like that he sort of diverted in a way into like something yeah. completely different. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Before we wrap up, we're going to talk about some news, uh, reminders, and big reminder, of course, to follow Max on everything. The links for all of Max's stuff will be in the episode description, as well as the links to our Twitter and Discord. Um, well, news. Twitter. There's not a whole lot. Um, I guess the biggest piece of news from this week that we've all probably talked about at some point is uh, Pedro Pascal being set to to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. Um, thoughts, feelings, emotions. I Marvel. <laughs> I think yeah, well, this is <laughs> I think people yeah. being like, "This is atrocious casting." Like, blah blah. It's like, grow <laughs> yeah, up, I don't guys. Really care that much. <laughs> people yeah, are dying. I like Pedro. <laughs> I know Owen was. I know Owen said it was a good thing because it's not a good actor, which is crazy. Um, Pedro's a good Pedro Pascal's not good. I mean, he's not been in good stuff. He continues to be in bad stuff. He, he, we'll go get that one Ridley movie. I don't care. It's not a loss. It's really a neutral. He hasn't really been in anything good. The only thing he's been yeah. in that was... Well, but I, I feel like he's just now becoming popular. And it makes me sad. Yeah, so this was his opportunity to be in good stuff. But yeah, he's going to be tied down for the next decade. So goodbye, Pedro. What was the fucking um, what? Um, the Last of Us. Yeah, the, I, I think he's gonna the Last of Us. But um, next up, yeah. we have uh, also not super exciting news. Um, but we have Oscars news. Uh, two pieces of Oscars news. One is that Jimmy Kimmel is hosting for the fiftieth oh, time. Oh my god! Um, and then the other one is that the Academy wants the Oscars to open on a on a Barbie musical. Um, which is, I kind of like expected to happen already. Like, I feel like in my head, I was like, yeah, that just makes sense. Like, that's just a thing that they're going to do at the Oscars is have a big Barbie music number. Um, so I feel like it's not uh, even news. Like before they announced it, I'm just like, yeah, this is the thing that they would do. They should make uh, Nathan Fielder host the Oscars. <laughs> that would yeah. rock. Um so just like anybody except for Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know. I I think I saw a lot of people say it's like a safe choice. I'm like, is it though? Like, the thing Jimmy with Jimmy Kimmel like, that is annoying like is because like he has like oh, contempt the, he, for the movies. <laughs> he's had a like, he's had a nighttime interview show for what like no like it's safe yeah it's safe in that sense but like if you've ever seen like the discourse on the internet when the Oscars happen, it's like every time he's hosted, people are like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like it's safe in the sense that like he can host an award show because he's Jimmy Kimmel. But, like, like I don't think anybody guy. likes it. <laughs> yeah, they. Do. I I think if it was just somebody who like actually cared about movies at all, you guys, you guys, watch... I watch the Oscars. I watch the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I don't watch that shit. I think no I think watch. that Nathan Fielder would be really good. Obviously, that would never happen. I think that like a movie guy like i mean honestly i'm not even joking like get martin scorsese to host the oscars like oh. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like something like but that they have like, an award himself 
Yeah, that's the thing. He can't this year because if he's like, it, uh, in contention. And Jay Stu to host. Listen, I love. I would Sinatra. like that more than Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I know. Yeah, I would like. A and I'm so Kimmel, and I'm so like, serious. Like I would. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to like their podcast. Like I would yeah. be more than happy with listening yeah, to guess, him hosting yeah. Oscars. Then, oh, yeah, Hello. like that would rock. Um, like do something fun. They suck. The Oscars yeah. are. Boring. I'll yeah, still okay. watch them. Anyway, piece of news that I think you guys maybe care about a little bit. It's not really a full piece of news, but um, Ridley Scott said that 90 minutes of Gladiator 2 are fully edited and he's resuming filming in two weeks. And his quote is, I got another 90 minutes to go. So we're getting yeah. back to work. Jobs not three, uh, Yeah. <laughs> also, like, it's insane that he is 85 years old. <laughs> like, Die before it's done, I think. That's a difference. No, but like he just like he's not whining around like Marty. He just like doesn't stop at all. Like, yeah, and yeah. he's like in his eighties. No, he's gonna get. And he just doesn't even like take breaks. I get pneumonia, and then that's it. You know? I'm very excited for Gladiator too. Um, yeah, Gladiators too. I recommend if you're listening, uh, read the whole New Yorker article where he said where this quote comes from, where he's talking about right. reading Gladiator too. It's very worth reading. He's a really interesting guy. <laughs> I'm not fucking reading that. I'm trying to finish this book. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Another piece of news. <laughs> um, Barry, Barry Keegan gave a list of actors, or not actors, list of directors that he'd like to work with. You guys can tell me which one is the most interesting. The three that he listed are Lynn Ramsey, Barry Jenkins, and the Safdie brothers. Okay. The Safdie brothers are the least interesting. The other two are great. Lynn Ramsey would be cool. Yeah, put him in a yeah, Lynn I Ramsey think, movie. I think Barry, I think Barry King and Lynn Ramsey movie would kind of rock. I to bring it up, but um, you were never really here as better than the killer in every way. That's what I say. That's fine. I mean, that's like I agree, but that's like that's a random comparison. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say sound um, of freedom. It's literally not a fucking random comparison. Okay, not not like random, but I'm just you know what I mean. It's about it's um, a philosophical hitman movie. What are you talking about? I know. About? I'm, I I get what you're saying. Like I get why you compare them. I just <laughs> um, anyway. Um, the yeah, the been, rest of is the, the rest of our news is like quite literally like trash that you guys don't care about. Although I did laugh a little bit at the news uh, that Frozen 4 is in the works only because all of the replies it's were first. asking about Frozen 3, which is not a movie that's come out yet. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what's weird about it. <laughs> but the news was Frozen 4 is in the works at Disney, even though like I didn't know yeah. Frozen 3 was coming out. <laughs> um, silly piece of news. That's but the rest, is, the rest is all pretty minor news. Dune got pushed up two weeks. We get to see it March 1st now instead of March 15th. Um, it's, yeah, that doesn't really who make that much of a difference. Yeah, who gives a um, fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, the news was dry this week. There's only only so much we could talk about. Um, we'll end it there. Uh, reminder again, everybody follow Max and uh, yeah. come back next week for we'll episode 42. Boycott part two. Uh, Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about Napoleon and we'll see you later.